really good scratch. I'm here to try to get his quality early. We here for it. Titties. Hold on to them titties. Hold on to them. Hold on, baby. Are you holding on to them from the front? Hold on to them. It don't matter. It's whatever your preference. Yeah, I need them titties. You can really hold on to them from the side. I need them titties in my life just like I need a wife. Big ass motherfucker. I don't really care for the verse, but that got them harmonizing in that chorus. I'm getting jiggy. I'm titties. Oh, I told her, hold on. I ain't even had to get this motherfucking slow song. Sucking on the titties till it goes wrong. Just a dope podcast. We used to have a group podcast with the band. I just feel like the world would need that. Look at that. He like titties. It's big ass. It's titties. Titties really. Y'all underestimate the power of titties and how they can bring people together. What it is? Just a dope ass podcast. We in the building. Titties. Shout out to what's his name, Danny Lo uh, Lo uh, Low Prior. Shout out. Danny Don't Lopriore. ask us for no money though, fam, because we ain't Dope, got don't, it. I mean, it was on. Instagram, I'm a big fan. Fam. I follow you. It was on. Instagram. I repost all your shit about titties. Yeah, I watched but, TJ's story. Yeah, bro. I'm a that. I'm a titty enthusiast myself, my G. I fucked yeah. with you. Yeah, I just appreciated it. It was a great beat. Yo, like I saw a meme, and I really I don't know how we get this started, but I want you and T Pain like the tits and ass mixtape. You know, boobs and booty, whatever y'all call it. At least like, an EP. Yeah, like y'all just if y'all give just a track, that'll be appreciated. Man, That's man, cool. I need that in my life. All right, real quick. That's all we're gonna saying. get into it. Like, uh, some shit happened to me the, the other day. Like, not even though it was today. Saturday. I don't know if I should preface this with this is one of the drunk episodes because niggas been drinking. It's about, yeah, you can hear the energy about it. Oh, shit. I don't give a fuck. So, like, nigga, I kind of had, like, a fuck, like, you got to know your limits. Uh, let me tell you why. I'm going to shit on myself trying to jaywalk yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> let me give that context. Hold on, what? hold on. Because if you don't explain that, that's just a statement. Without context, that's just a statement. So like we boo booing here. <laughs> wasn't a boo boo, nigga. That was shit. I'm gonna shit on myself. It wasn't almost boo boo. Like, wait, what's the, still, what's the most? What's I can the still th- control the boo boo. Like what? a shit, a shit is a deep thing, and I don't okay. want this to get nasty. So I'm gonna just get to the story and just move on to it because it's motherfucking kind of a point to this. I don't know. It may not be. Just listeners, you decide. I'm at the motherfucking barbershop and I'm trying to fucking jaywalk and run across the street. It's mm-hmm. a two lane street on both sides, so that's four lanes plus an island I gotta cross. Stay with me. I'm fucking. I already would have shit in the bush on the island. <laughs> I'm lightly jogging across the street, but like I'm misjudging the next car, how fast it's coming. So this motherfucker speed, like it, it feels like he sped up. I feel like he sped up. So the shit start coming faster. I mean, the car start coming faster, not the literal shit, but the car starts coming faster. So I have to go from like that light, like kind of like light jog that you're doing across the street to like a medium jog or like a like a kind of. A sp- almost that speed walk to a jog, like a medium jog. But you I guess in my warm ups, you did high knees. Yeah, like I guess <laughs> in the shifting of my gears, it took so much control, it took so much muscle control in my legs to move my legs faster than my whole ass. Just all my muscle control was gone. You like, are grown. I'm a, I'm a grown ass man. Damn, dog. you grown. I'm grown. a grown ass man, bro. Yeah, when you grown, your booty hole betray you. That's adult. Like, <laughs> leg muscles, a, like yeah. my leg muscles got to working. Like my hamstrings and my quads and my calves went to work, and my 
Glutes was just like, fuck this. You can like, we can't work under this stress. No, you got, like, you don't have as much as, like, old head at the barbershop, but you got, I think you got one sit-down youngster a month now. Yeah. Yeah, you got nah, one. Nah, I got, I was at a me intersection in, in, in life right there. I was like, either shit on myself or get hit by a car, but I can't do both. That's crazy. Like, you can't get hit by a car and shit on yourself. I know everybody would probably say, like, I shit on myself, but, like. You got to live with that all day. If you get hit by a car. But like I had like a good spot at the right? barbershop. So I was like, if I get hit hit by a car, I could just go back in the barbershop. I yeah. shit on myself. I got to go to the crib. I've watched enough action movies. If you roll right, they be straight. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, like if you and it roll, was just like one of them little Toyota pickup trucks that was uh, coming. Yeah, like, like I could you If you roll properly, you be all right. You roll. Yeah, I had a good. I had a good then if you land on your feet, you the, you the nigga of the day. Yo, nigga, we saw you fucking. It's like, easier you to go in the barbershop like, yo, I got hit by a car than dog, like, I shit on myself. That nigga saw you. Yo, he got yeah. hit by a car. Like, the homies that nigga to come out mad. I go, like, yeah. I shit on myself. The homies is going to be mad for a different no, reason. No, that shit fire. And his shoes ain't even scuffed. Yeah. Like, that nigga his landed. shoes ain't even scuffed. No, that nigga landed straight, like, on the bottom of the shoe. Didn't even land on yeah. the side. You a legend for that. I would land on the bus stop like the lady on the Wayans Brothers. Right? <laughs> yo. That's it. That's it. Yes. Hey, that's the move. I would take that over shit. No, my, you can't live down. You be in there every day and like, you know, like niggas. Every live, haircut. Niggas I would have to niggas find niggas a new barber. Look at niggas, niggas living an amazing bald life. So you go in there. All you want to do is be in there for a shape up. It's just for a that shit take five yeah, minutes tops. Yeah. You got to be the nigga who shit on himself for five. I'm not doing that. Five minutes of I shit on myself is an eternity. Five minutes Plus of, the wait in line for the barbershop. Five minutes on I beat a fucking a motor vehicle. And it's like you can't leave out. The, you can't walk in the barbershop and be like, yo, where I'm at? All right, put me in line and then leave out. As soon as you leave out, niggas going to be like, don't you shit on yourself crossing the street. Exactly. Yeah. You a legend in the streets now. Yeah. You get for the all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Isn't the art of storytelling fucking amazing? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That shit was what? I'm looking at that, that was, was five yesterday. minutes. That was five minutes. That was five legit minutes of um, almost shit on myself yeah. talk. That's very intimate talk. Getting yeah. to know you viewers, you listeners getting ready. Y'all welcome. To know me very intimately. Viewers, we got fuck. This is going up. Yeah, I told. I've been I telling you bitches for forever. It's, we got viewers anyway. now. But um, eventually. Yeah, nah. I'm claiming that we got viewers. Everybody be claiming shit on shade room and shit. They got fucking quotes. So we got viewers. I'm claiming. I'm claiming it in the year of 2019. I just felt I had to lead in real heavy with like, I was jaywalking and almost shit on myself. I felt like that would get your attention. No, that that yeah. did it. I feel like that would get your attention. No, it would. Like, yeah, like almost, I think anybody's, if you're over the age of like nine, you'd be like, I almost shit on myself. Pfft, attention. Like, the yeah. other day I walked past a nigga, not to cut you off. The other day I walked past somebody that was getting ready to talk about the Super Bowl. And I didn't really care to hear about like their story of going to Atlanta for the Super Bowl. Did they get Because HIV? the Super Bowl sucked. No, I, I don't know. I didn't ask. They, I didn't ask, but maybe because I didn't care to hear this person tell a story, and I walked right past until I heard them say, like, they were telling a story. I spoke, and I, like, was, like, greeting them. And I Was, was like, this hey, on the street, up? or was this at, like, work or something like that? I was walking past them, and I greeted <laughs> okay, them. fuck it. I was walking past, and I greeted them. Like, it wasn't at, like, it was just at a setting where, like, you know people. And so I was like, this yo, is, what up? It's a setting where you know people. This is a real person. It's not even like, don't they go, I was just walking past the fucking Boost Mobile and like, no, wow. Right. I'm so scared I'm, for this person. So I'm talking to like, the nigga's talking to somebody and I walk past him like, yo, what up? And they're like, hey, what's going on? And they like, um, they're like, you watch the Super Bowl? I'm like, yeah, it sucked. They were like, yeah, I went down to Atlanta. I'm like, oh, all right, that's dope. And then like, I continue what I was doing, like, but they were still close enough. They were still, still in earshot. 
And then out of nowhere, like, I didn't give a fuck to hear what this person was going to say about the Super Bowl. And then out of nowhere, they were like, so, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm down there. Now, mind you, I'm not even gay. And I just suddenly, like, I instantly tuned in. I was like, oh, shit. This is this is going to be good. I take that back. It was a dick. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> you know that story was... It I'm not even gay. But when I tell you that fucking dick, Wow. It wasn't. It wasn't. The story sucked. Like, not literally. Like, but like, he was in Atlanta and a gay person hit on him. That's the story you heard. You don't know if that story sucked or not. <laughs> yeah. That he was in Atlanta. He was telling the story of a gay person hit on him. And he was like, I'm not even gay. I don't look gay. But the when he started, like, when I caught that part of the story. What does gay look like? Oh, well. Uh, I mean, I guess, like, if you want or whatever. Uh, you got to ask that motherfucker. I don't know. It's, it was him, his interpretation that he ain't look gay. Like, but he was in Atlanta. It's a nigga in San Quentin right now doing life. He gay as fuck, and he don't look like, you know, your average, what you might think is gay. He he look like he got, like, he could, like, he could get, like, a full contract to the Patriots right now as a linebacker. I don't, I don't know. It's, I feel like something happened this week with gay people. Or, or, is the LGBT community in rage right now? Because I don't want to, I don't want to comment right Jesse now. Jesse Smiley got beat up. Ah, they are kind of, they are kind of mad right now. But people are, but kinda, that's kind of, that's more black than it is LGBTQ. Because it's like both. But people are now like it's been. We I don't know if we late to the party, or whatever. But people are kind of like I've seen a couple of things where people are trying to like start to like research it to think if it's real, real or just Jesse doing some shit. Like it's been, I don't know who's been saying it, but like it's some people are like, oh, you just got beat up. I know up. Joe Button said that Joe Button said the Reddit story that's floating around is that Joe <laughs> that Jesse was. Out. He said if I find out Jesse was out trying to get bussy, just no, like yeah, that's that's okay. okay that's cool. the Reddit story, but that yeah, is okay, the Reddit cool. Story. That's it. That that's what, okay. That's and it's not. Yeah, like I'm a, not. I'm not. That's the only thing. Like Jesse was out, you know, yeah, going to fuck, and then he no, know, he was out of shit. It, the rumored Reddit stories everybody seen on the if you seen it on the Joe Budden podcast, but he um was out at a well known gay club that he frequents in Chicago at two a.m. He fucks with a dude that has a boyfriend that was at the club wow, and the boyfriend found okay, out. I, I didn't know that much. The boyfriend found out about it, followed Jesse from leaving that club that night, and whooped Jesse ass. Oh shit! I thought it was just bigots hanging out with some gay shit. Nah. Yeah, like his, that's the Reddit like, story. That's I, I thought it was like weird. People the, was like, from you know, some like, people allege in the Chicago gay communities that it's a club that Jesse go to all the time, and that Jesse was there that night, and he was there with oh. a dude that he fuck with all the time that everybody know about, and the dude got a boyfriend, and the boyfriend and his own boy followed Jesse out and fucked him up. That's Why the, wouldn't you just say the, that? Like it would be. It's kind of. I'm not here to say that's the alleged oh, story. I'm not saying that's yeah, what I that's believe. Story, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that's, that's the story. Reddit, does, okay, but, question. If that's the story, does that make Jesse whack for making it like a I got beat up for being black and gay or whatever? Because I think when people do that shit, there's enough black and like gay assault that happens for you to make a story I don't, up. I'm not. I don't I'm, know. I'm not saying that's true. I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying. I don't know the circumstances. That shit might have happened and the people that beat him up might have did say this a MAGA country and all that to throw a motherfucker off the, off the trail and say that. Do you like, notice Jesse Smollett at do what do, do, does a white racist I don't know what white racists do. Does a white racist know it is Jesse Smollett at 3.30 a.m. walking out of a I, I don't know. I don't know how crazy motherfuckers is but like Jesse is a very, very much so an upfront voice in like black rights, gay rights, in like. I don't. I, yeah, I guess I take that back because, like, to the best of my knowledge, he's very much so like an upfront, like in the you, in the wow, like you gotta involved be, you gotta be really like I hate gay people to sit outside of a gay like. You should be shot. 
<clears throat> no, no, no. But I'm saying it's it was another gay guy. So who says he said he sat outside the gay club? With the gay guy beat him. A gay guy beat him up. That's what I'm saying. He was he was fucking with somebody's dude. He was fucking with a gay dude's mm. guy. Like he was. They was a gay <laughs> love. That makes Jesse but. whack if he was just fucking somebody else, nigga. That's what I'm saying. But at the wow. same time, like it's Man, just, that's that's the Reddit story. Like Reddit is not a place that is you can Reddit like, is Reddit. Like <laughs> cops is not solving investigations off of Reddit. Like what if that okay, so does that make people look do you look differently at Jesse if it comes oh, out? I, I mean, I don't look different. Like I think that's some not, fucked up shit. Don't play on that, bro. Like just yeah, don't play that's on what that. I'm saying. Like I'm not talking like, about nobody's persuasion, but like if you turn the fact you, that you was out here, though. you was out here just being a side bitch. And you turn that into a social justice thing? That's some wild shit. Cause that's what I'm like. Okay, I'm not gonna. Cause I can't. I just thought about. It. I can't remember what I was gonna tie this into. But I'm gonna just keep it right here. But like, if you turn your bullshit into a social justice platform, cause you just can't. Get, I was on some bullshit tonight. Everybody be on some bullshit once in a while. Don't turn that into a thing. I'm not saying it's not a thing. But if that if it comes out that like Jesse was out here, you know, fucking around with, you know. Allen's boyfriend, you just a fuck nigga. Don't make that a thing. No, yeah, without a doubt. But like again, yeah. I'm not. I don't know. Not, I don't know though. But you know, what to what extent are we prosecuting Jesse for that? I mean, what the fuck? I'm just gonna not like the nigga. Like I'm not gonna like you know. I'm not gonna show up that's to his it. house and be like, fuck that's you, it. Jesse. But just in reality, how many episodes of Empire had you watched before this? I don't watch. I don't. I haven't watched. Not nothing. Not 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 knocking. What Empire. was your association with Jesse Smollett yeah. before this? I just was like, you know, salute. Like, but what I'm saying okay, is, like, yeah. what you, what was really? Oh, your, you fucking! What are you talking I'm asking to you specifically. Oh, you talking to the wrong nigga? Like, I watched. No, no, no! Kirk, like in reality, oh. I never watched Empire. My whole thing was he a black man. Oh yeah, yeah. Something yeah. happened see, to a fellow yeah, brother. Yeah, see, that's and, like, where I was at. See, fuck me, everything else. I'm a black yeah, man niggas, before anything. Yeah, niggas know me. I watch cartoons, anime, nigga. And I play video yeah, games. Yeah, so I go like, to bed. like, I never watched. Like, it, I, I never watched an episode of Empire. I never listened to any of his music. I got like an episode or two under my belt. For me, because people kept saying it was dope, and like it's not a bad show. I just I was so behind, so I just didn't know where it, like when I it was it's on it's on this long list of shows I probably should like need to start apparently, but I haven't started. So I, don't I was behind far enough for people who I trusted their opinions of who mm-hmm. watched it to be like, ah oh, man, it's this. Like I mm-hmm. watched that and Power, and they like just watch Power. I was already watching Power. Yeah, I want to say I talked about this last week with Shard. Like, I'm not against anybody making their shit or making, like, good shows or whatever. But I am super on, like, a... Uh, which is might be bad because he might make something that's trash. But I'm super on, like, a Jordan Peele wave. Not because Jordan Peele makes really great, great work. But Jordan Peele just makes work to me that's not the norm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I'm just... I'm ready for us to have new narratives. Like, I've seen more than I can count, like, Crazy ass nigga beats up baby mama. I'm tired of seeing black women wilding out and cussing out. Like, give me some space niggas or some fucking. No, whore. yeah, I seen a uh, Jordan Peele's doing Twilight Zone. I'm excited. Yeah, about like I'm that. Like, I don't that. like almost even if it's bad. I like the fact that Jordan Peele's the way motherfuckers talk about in memes. I'm not trying to shit on the woke. I feel like I do that all the time. All the fucking time. I'm not trying to shit on them. Them hotel niggas gonna run down on you, nigga. I fuck with the information, but what I'm saying, I like that Jordan Peele is literally when niggas talk about that shit in a meme or a gif. He's like, yo, even if it's bad, like, is it gif or gif? I say gif. I say gif because it's gi. Before Tumblr got blown apart and just eradicated because titties was out. I think it was called GIF, but I'm not 100% on that, so I don't know. But I'm I, here I'm, for GIF because I work in IT and it's GIF. Fuck it, nigga. GIF That's it is. GIF it up. But either way, 
I just fuck with the fact that when motherfuckers say stand on a stage or in a fucking comment and talk about we are greater than this. Jordan Peele is like I feel like on a maybe not an island. It's like him and maybe a couple more. But he's like I'm gonna do some wild shit, even if it's not good. It's just to show that we're more than this. Like I said something last week with Chardon, and I don't, and I maybe like I shouldn't shit on. I didn't mean to say like say let say it in a in a way that I'm shitting on. Uh, Tyler Perry, because Tyler Perry's doing great things. He owns his own studio. He's making moves that black men have of never course, moved. Yeah, of course. Or um any black person. Or Lee Daniels. But they're to me, their stories They're cool, but they're not fucking unique as fuck. Like this nigga, Jordan Peele, seems like he's on the way to doing shit that niggas literally have never seen black people do before. And that's what I'm looking for. I I don't need But I think it's I think it's a different thing. I think you're asking for a variety of black genres. Yeah. I think what Lee Daniels and not to, because I don't want to minimize. I think they're really great on what's already there. I don't even want to say that because I still think that's minimizing. Oh, they are, they are unique in breaking boundaries. I don't think they're unique in their storylines, though. I think for what Tyler Perry has done and the wealth he's accumulated, the studio he's created, the like the empire he's built, mm-hmm. I think for Lee Daniels, the work that he's created, I think without a doubt, um, I th- I I, uh, I don't know. I think they've moved the dial forward as far as breaking down barriers. In yeah. regards to what you're asking for, is just a different. Just something, a different taste of something. Yeah, because I'm not, I yeah. don't, don't want to ever, like I said, I don't want to minimize what they've done. Because like, yeah. like you said, like he's he's got his own studio. And like when I look at things, like I look at how my granny looks. And this is not, like I look at how my granny watches the haves and the haves nots. To have, I think about having. Tyler Perry with Oprah and everything. Yeah, like, like that's, I think about like, yeah. how motherfuckers have, have watched whatever your soap opera is for 20 soap operas have been on as long as I've been a fucking being on planet earth. No, yeah, I mean and so like, for years. So decades, to have so decades. for Tyler Perry to create that and create it in a black narrative, I've like I know that it exists. I, I don't watch it, but like I've seen enough characters. I'm like okay, cool, you giving people jobs. It's it is what it is. But I like that I'm a geek. So mm-hmm. I like that when I see a Jordan Peele, I see somebody that I think can push the narrative forward in a way that everybody else might not <clears throat> might not think of like nigga got horror flicks whatever you think of get out it is in get a, out is an amazing movie it is in a realm fucked up part is i've heard people say that they like are with everybody but i'm keeping that everybody has their own preference are they black or white they were black whatever i understand I, they can stay with it like everybody can have their preference but i just like that he's it's an, an invading a, movie he's an individual that pushes shit like and to me, he has potential, I guess, to like when he, even when the Twilight Zone, I'm like, OK, we're getting into a realm like I like I said, like I read comics. There are characters like Blue Marvel. There are characters like Icon. And and I know Captain Marvel's coming out. There's a version of Captain Marvel where she's black. I just like pushing our narrative beyond, you know, like our neighborhoods and all that shit. Like, that's what I like. Like, I'm a geek nigga. I like science. I like space. I like magic. I like all that shit. So I like that shit with I don't my think, face. I don't think people are not pushing the narrative forward, but I think, or I don't think people are pushing, like, not willing to explore other genres. I think people have so many stories of their own upbringings that they want to bring to life before they can even get to the realm of wanting to explore space. I think Jordan Peele is someone who has a different upbringing. 
So mm-hmm. some of the things that were surrounding him and some of the environments that he was engulfed in project. Um, I think that's kind of like you and I, like the like every day in the hood and like some the ability to go lay your head somewhere else mm-hmm. and not like just have to like hop like that. I think provides a different comfort. Like again, so it's like you had the ability to not even like your bedtime story could be about astronauts and Neil deGrasse mm-hmm. Tyson. Yeah. Mine was more so like I was watching football highlights and like the helicopter was still going over. You know yeah, so like, like I would have not, so I understand I, like I would have both and like I would even have like my mom like I would have my granny tell me that and you would have but I understood that even when I was like maybe at my granny house and you would hear the helicopters and all this other shit, I knew that there was more. And I just want that for us as a whole. Like, cause I feel like you talk to, like I said, I've worked with like, and that's my, it sounds corny to say your passion, but like I enjoy working with like at risk youths or our youths, our people or whatever. The Hennessy. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I just I want that to be more of a I don't want to be unique in that aspect. I'm unique as TJ, but like I want to be I don't want to be unique. I want that to be a thing across the board that there's more than this. You know, you live in a 300 block, the 360 block, or whatever. Like I want you, I want that to be a thing, and I had that. So I want my thing is I want to give that. Well, I think that I think uh, and I agree. Like I'm 100. percent I, yeah. I want to do the same, but I think the the reason why we have so many Tyler Perry. Um, projects. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry owns the ability to produce his stuff at his, at will. I think we have so many Lee Daniel projects is because Lee Daniel has a lot of capital, and what he tries to do is within the realm of the capital that he has, and the projects that he does link with and partner with people with, he does keep a lot of that control. So that allows him to be in a position to be able to produce more frequently and produce with more control over the content that he's producing, like the amount of homosexuality and things that people were criticizing about him being able to get on Fox. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I didn't even look at it as the power of a homosexual. I looked at it as the power of a black man to be able to give the projection of his actual life. You're a homosexual black man. He's a black man first. Like he was given a projection of something that he wanted to project and he wanted a, a part of him to be involved and he wanted it to be inclusive and that's fine. Yeah. Like, but I looked at the power that that black man had to be able to negotiate his own terms. Yeah. So when I look at, those that may want to do the realm of sci-fi and those things, how many of those people have gotten to the platform where they have the ability and they have their own production companies and their own capital behind them? When you look at someone like Jordan Peele who created Get Out, Get Out had a, a major, had the budget that was for it was $5 million, or something like that. The amount of money that was made off of it was gargantuous. So that's his own money going up. And then it quadrupling which i'm i'm ten, tenfold i'm sure not even quadruple mm-hmm. tenfold but that then allowed him a level of capital that allowed him to produce the um, movie with lupita and then that from I'm there see that shit the, day the ability to go and have so much power to go i don't have to go, go to a network and ask for anything from you i have the ability to be able to do this by myself continue to do what i love by myself this is something else that i want and another endeavor that i want to delve into so he had some he had some um he has some weight going to the table to be able to uh, negotiate the terms of something like Twilight Zone and being able to mm-hmm. further wanting to do the genres and the things that he related to. I just don't think we've met a lot of black people or I don't think we've had a lot of black people that have had oh, the ability. We definitely haven't. Yeah, like that have had the ability, that have had the interest and have built the ability to be able to 
Like, you know, we always had people that made these black movies, but they always made them with a white funding. The per- first person that made it with a black dollar was Tyler Perry from plays to all of this stuff. And then that's he, one thing I don't understand. I think we're getting to the first person. Like he took key and peel money, did get out. Now he's doing like he has he has just some like some power in his bidding wars. And this is me speaking to somebody with. who's like, you know, like I said, like I have a regular average Joe's perspective. Yeah, 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 but if you have something I don't have, but I see that you have an avenue where we have a connection, yeah, I'm going to come to you and be like, I have this idea, I have this move, you have these connections. This is how this can benefit us. I sometimes wonder why a jo- not even Jordan Peele, like whoever the fuck, if you have access to a Tyler Perry who has his own studio, who has his own this, I have this idea. Let me pitch this to you, and then I look at it. I look at a Tyler Perry to go take a chance once or twice to step completely outside of your, cause Tyler Perry, I'm not knock, I'm not Cause Tyler Perry steps out. When I see Tyler Perry step outside, he steps outside. I think sometimes as an actor, but maybe not as like a producer of content, but I don't know if that content comes to him. But I think we have to remember as a company, you still have a budget. When, you, That's when what people saying. do forecasts and they do budgets, you have a five-year plan and you adjust your forecast within that five-year plan. Tyler Perry has a fi- probably has a five-year plan projected, a 10-year plan probably projected for these. Medea's going to jail, Medea doing this, Medea going to ride, ride yeah. the boat. Whatever it is, <laughs> like... He probably has a fucking projection for all of that Madea shit. I don't even know what the fuck. Like she gonna like drive a taxi. Whatever the fuck Medea gonna do today. Medea drives an Uber. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Medea goes to the dispensary. Like whatever the fuck the movie gonna be, I think maybe he has a projection for that shit. And then like something blows up in the middle of your projection, you can't go. I'm gonna scrap Medea goes to this because you know you when you do your budget, you have projections and you go, I know that we can spend this much and usually gross this much off of spending this much off of a budget for this brand of movie this it usually yields five-fold three-fold four-fold you, you have to know these things when you're when you're doing your budgets yeah so i think for jordan peele to make get out of five million dollars out of nowhere i think it's hard for you to start being like damn i want to work with this person and interrupt a projected budget of so well, no, much I, with I, so many and things and i'm saying this as somebody who might not know what they got behind closed doors yeah like that's just with the when little I, bit of insight that I have. And I'm sure like somebody with more insight will be able to break that down. And that's just an assumption of just like how just the, with the little bit of insight that I know of how things work. Like, I think a get out proves that you can a lot of movies that prove you can throw a little and gain a lot if you have the right content. And I just I know. think one movie that was missed with that was uh, the NWA movie. I think for the yeah. amount that it took to make that movie, I feel like Dr. Dre could have financed that. He could have. And and the amount of money that that movie made, I think that would have been like an epic, like, fucking come up. But I think he might not have. You know, you kind of like, I don't say play it safe, but like you didn't, you don't, like you've seen biopics go bad. You've seen biopics. There was no off. way that biopic was going bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not to cut you off. And maybe that's my bias being a nigga from Compton. It's no way. I knew. What, out of here's the thing. Bad. I knew it no wasn't. Way. I knew it wasn't gonna go bad when I heard that they were bringing actual individuals, like the individuals who were in it, to yeah. the in, no, to the. Yeah. But like I said, like I've never. I don't deal with that on a daily basis. I don't deal with that much money. I don't deal with the industry. But yeah, I don't know. Like I still like I maybe I'm I got lofty ideals of listening to niggas' lyrics, but I'm a bet on myself. So like yeah, like with that, I'm going to. I might. I don't feel like the need sometimes to, I don't know, listen to a studio or or rely on them like 
especially if I'm Dr. Dre. But the movie turned out fine, so it you know it's not like I'm shitting on them or whatever. But I understand what you're saying. Like I would, I'm I'm here to bet and on that's, me. That's a point that I heard the nigga Master P point out. Like that's something I heard P point out. Master, that, like, that's the other you know, thing. Why hey, Master they could have fucking did this. That's one thing why Master P's documentary is one thing I'm looking forward to because Master P has lived his whole has done his whole career with I'm betting on number one. So like. I just feel like it'll have a, we, a another authenticity to it because I don't feel like Master P gonna fuck around with. Well, what if the audience? I'm gonna fuck about the audience. This is my story. But I'm I think gonna, another thing for me, I guess, not to cut you off, my shit with P that make me excited for P thing is that every all the P artists still fuck with him, and so like you could get the realest of the real story because all your people still fuck with you and all of them willing to still come to the table. You've always done good business. You've always been on the up and up. You've always been respectful. And so we can get an authentic story because everybody's willing to still get in the room because it's still family. When you look at them too. The time just passed. None of them are wor- don't seem to be any like none of them seem to be worried about like fame. They were like, we are here to acquire wealth and wealth to give our kids and we here to get this bag and and nigga we going to milk the, we going to get this money we going to get this bag like nigga talk about getting that street shit and then turn into fucking like you know industry or celebrity or they completely make a complete left you know what 180 whatever the fuck from the person they were in their music Master P was like no nigga I'm this nigga and I'm going to I'm going to freak this shit the best way I can and and he's a perfect example of people who mix up fame with wealth. Master P don't want for shit. Master P don't come out on this fucking camera unless he want to, unless he need to, to push whatever he wants to do. Your favorite On his fucking terms. On his terms, on his dime. Your favorite artist who's out and about every day might be fucking around trying to get a six. Lil Uzi can't release the album right now, and I love Uzi. But I'm, I'm speaking to freedom. There you go. So that's what I'm saying, like... Niggas, I think I'm I'm ready for a Master P documentary, not because I'm just like a, such a fan of the music, but the man himself has made moves that I think people don't pay attention to. Like people don't, people sleep on because yeah, he's not. Yeah, you have to be a fan of the mind, like too. Yeah, not just he's the man, not, but the just mind. Because, just because he's not out and about, like people might somehow think like, little, like Romeo's not doing amazing because he's not out you and about fool. all the you time. You a fool. You an idiot. You a fool. Dumb as fuck. And that's not even off his like that's off and his that top bow, like Romeo, bow, yeah. I, I I'll take that Bow has done like Bow needs more respect. Like, I make fun of Bow personally too, like but yeah. Bow needs more respect than he does. But if you kind of look at who made who's done more, like who depending made, on I ain't watched that whole elevator video. Depending on what happened in that elevator, man. Look, whoever's made more between Bow or Romeo, you could still do that argument because they because legends. like they yeah legends. Like, because Romeo's been lower like maybe low key. But Romeo's not wanting for anything. Bow Wow's been out in the front. You got like, everybody I, I don't know how niggas sleep on Romeo. Like, no, but Romeo went to college and played basketball. Romeo Man. had platinum albums. Romeo did movies. There's a meme. There's Romeo a, is the one financing his father's No Limit movie. There's like, a I, meme floating between for for even Master P, where he played ball, he did music, he did movies. He's the quote unquote like hood trinity. Mm-hmm. And then you got a son who did the same thing. And then everybody was. I remember. I remember. Like, I don't give a fuck. That nigga got a scholarship to you. Like he went to USC, my nigga, University of Southern California. Like he got a scholarship there, bro. He played with Demar Derozan, who was a like All Star player for the San Antonio go. Spurs. There you go. Like no, bro. Like he, that man did play basketball on a quality, exactly. like on a high level. He acted. He's acted in a variety of movies. He's had platinum albums. He, like speaking that man about, has done the Trinity as well. Yeah. Speaking about, I saw that video, and it. <laughs> Nothing in the video f- 
flat out shows the Bowers Wilder. It wasn't a Ray Rice video. Fuck it. I'm going to say it for you. Yeah, you no, want to say it, and I. It, it wasn't, wasn't no motherfucking Ray Rice video. That nigga thing, took his key back very thing, aggressively, yeah. and I don't agree with it. No. Nah. Like, I understand that that's a point. Like, grabbed her wrist, got in her face. I'm not agreeing with that. Wasn't no goddamn Ray Rice video. And from that, I cannot conclude that Bow Wow. Like, that's my thing. Bow Wow ain't a nigga that Honestly, we think of putting his hands on nobody in no other yeah. circumstance, my nigga. Bow, Bow Wow. She out got of, out the elevator and beat Bow Wow ass. She was smart enough to know look, it was cameras in the elevator and Bow Wow wasn't. And she beat Bow Wow ass out the elevator. You see how she stepped up stepped up to Bow Wow. Here. Oh, I know bro, bro. I know a lot of y'all out there. I don't know if you are or not comic book watchers or cartoon watchers or whatever, readers of whatever. I have been watching Young Justice, who shout out to DC Comics, because DC might do whatever you feel in movies, but they do great shit with their fucking like cartoon content. Bow Wow walked out that motherfucking elevator or wherever he was at, took that picture with the fucking police and looked like Vandal Savage. That nigga had every scar. That nigga looked like he was ready to sit down with Lex Luthor. Not even at his ribs and shit. Like, Bruh, she fucked that him nigga up. had scars across his nah, face. Nah, she got hands. She got hands. She ain't one to play now, with. Like it be them quiet ones, my nigga. It will be them. That's quiet what I'm ones. saying. Like I'm not. I'm not. I don't know what happened. I'm not giving Bow credit, but she put them paws on him, nigga. Keep that same energy. She put bro. them paws like, on him, nigga. I'm a big fan of keep your fucking hands to yourself, without a doubt. Yeah, like, I've, and I'm not saying this as somebody. The same way I would have said it about a woman, I'm gonna say it about Bow. You shouldn't have been jumping in her goddamn face if you ain't wanted to whoop your ass. That's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't I just, have said that about a woman, but I just think that's what no, you're saying. No, I've been saying that. Like, I'm, Don't I, be jumping in her face. Yeah, you your, bro. Like, I'm not saying that as something. I'm not saying that as like. Sit your ass down, Bow Wow. Take your key there's to your a choice and There's home. a choice in putting your hands on people and you take responsibility for it. But people live this life like you can't say something. And this is towards Bow, too. Like, words can't get your fucking ass whooped. Like, if somebody right, Okay. Somebody right now, old ass whoopings for adjectives, bro. If a nigga was six eight, knockouts two, for nouns. If a nigga was six eight, two hundred eighty pounds, or an old woman was a hundred and two pounds, five three, and says anything about stink, blowing whoever the fuck they are, I'm gonna punch your face into the next fucking realm, like whatever the fifth, fourth, sixth dimension is. I'm gonna punch you in there. And if I can't, I got some Khabib nigga, nigga, nigga to medicine. Okay, ship, ship, ship. So yeah, I don't know what happened. Ass. I don't know what Bow said. I don't know whatever said. So like, I just, I, I'm just putting it out there. That I don't agree with the idea that they didn't touch you. No, nigga, you can talk your way into an ass whooping full full. You can moonwalk with your words your way directly into getting yourself uppercutted into the strategy. One hundred percent, Bow I had no business grabbing like. Dog, ask for your key. The key ain't coming. Go the fuck home. Get you an Uber. You got enough money for an Uber, I'm sure about. Get you an Uber. Go home. Call the police. Call yeah, the police. I don't know. With that being said, like, when I saw this shit, like, part of me when I see Bow, like, because I feel like at least one time you have this situation where you're like, fuck, bro, like, somebody is saying something that in the general population you'd, like, drop the nigga for. Bow should have walked away. Like, Bow's, the only thing with Bow is I'm like, you've been Bow Wow. Since you were like 10. You know what I'm saying? This isn't new to you. You should have just let it. You should have. Nigga, I'd have got off it. If my floor was level, was 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 floor 12, I'd have got off the elevator at floor Bye four. Why? Bow Wow going through the same thing that Chris Brown going through. And I'm not. I'm sorry. Not to cut you off, my nigga. Yeah, I'd have just figured my life out. Like, I'm like, I'm not saying mm -hmm. it's easy. I'd have just walked it's a bigger, away. It's a bigger problem. I'd have walked away from problem. her. I, it's a bigger yeah. problem. And I know we're going to eventually talk, talk about Chris Brown and Offset. <laughs> So fuck it, let's talk about it now because I I, I feel like <laughs> Bow Wow and Chris Brown are at the same intersection of shit. Briss want the smoke. No, he don't. No, he don't. Cause I, I had a conversation today with someone and I realized something. 
Chris Brown been famous since he was like 10 years old. True. Not 10, since he was like 15, are 16. Are R&B niggas more thug than rap niggas? Some are. Some are. Because some, some R&B they niggas. Because they say fucking Keith Sweat used to smack the fuck out you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've, I've heard that as well. And yeah. I believe that. I believe some R&B niggas just real niggas that could sing. Like, don't mm-hmm. play them niggas. And I, I even believe, like, Keith Sweat, by his demeanor during that Jacuy shit, when they was at the thing, and he was just he like. He was like, boy, you don't boy, even young know. Nigga, you young don't nigga, even boy. No, boy. I, boy. I put your I jaw. I beat your ass so bad right I now. I put your, daddy your jaw on top of your head like that nigga from Family Guy. Yeah. Like, like his son. That's what, like, Keith Sweat was thinking, like, boy, I beat you so bad, your daddy have a headache right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like. Keith Sweat would have hit Jacquees so hard, like, like it just would have been bad. Like, you could tell Keith Sweat demeanor. Keith Sweat got, like, Keith Sweat looked like Nino Brown in that goddamn uh, turtleneck. He Keith Sweat lived through a couple of Nino Browns. Yeah, like, Keith Sweat a, a real nigga. Keith Sweat fucked some niggas, fucked some niggas' wives who were some real street niggas. No, yeah, and when Keith Sweat, yeah, when Keith Sweat talking about fuck. his story, Keith Sweat was, like, walking down, like, whatever block he was from, like, singing the bitches when you could have died for that. Yeah, like, when drug dealers in the 80s and shit, four yeah. finger rings, and you could really, like... Back in the day when you could kill a nigga and get five years. Damn, niggas don't know assholes like that where a nigga would punch you and like a word would end up on your face. Yeah. Like if Radio Raheem would have beat me the fuck up. Fuck that. I think about nigga. Hey, I, be, I be watching these old like American gangsters and shit and they be like, he went to jail for murder. It was dropped to manslaughter. He did five years and returned to the streets. Niggas was getting five years for murder, nigga. You know how quick niggas would have been to shoot niggas in a time where you was getting five years for murder and you was singing to niggas' girls? Does that speak to an era like where gangsters have like more morals? Like niggas always say that gang- like OG gangsters have more morals than niggas who have now. Like there was rules to the shit back then. Niggas now just... I don't know because I be in the house and I go to work. But I don't know, man. That's a whole different thing. The fuck was I talking about? Chris Brown and Offset. Chris Brown been a nigga that been famous since he was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is this, bro. How many fights have you really, really had? That's true. Offset a nigga that was in the north and kind of had to do in a little bit. Of, in the north. With the F. Move. N-O-H-F. That nigga was in nah, the north. It's N-O-R-F. North. <laughs> the north. Excuse it was, it was Offset, John Snow. And, and they was fighting off the wildlings in the north. I feel like north. that's what niggas should be doing, like Migo memes with them niggas in, in Winterfell. Like, ah! hold it down the north. Like, but um, like Offset had a moment, my nigga, where he was still in the hood. Granted, the Whitney Houston videos, of Offset was pop locking. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, them QC niggas kind of got a pretty solid like reputation as as far as the whole clique go. Like, Gucci vouch for P. Like, P is P a real street nigga. Like, Lil Baby. Like, Lil, I'm not done. If I the see no f- if I see Cardi riding a dragon, nigga, I don't know why you niggas Mama. over there. I don't know why you niggas over Game there. Of, QC Game of Thrones, Migo memes. Dog, yeah. I don't know why you niggas are not using this as fucking as a as a fucking video. I don't know why this ain't happening yet. If y'all do it, y'all need to shout us out. I don't even need to get paid. Just shout us out. First, I need to get paid. I take that back. But yeah, you know, say, I'm a, sorry. I was trying to be humble. But y'all thing. got it. Stop that statement right there. Hey, look, I got y'all got it. I didn't big up Cardi. She can give me some. She can give me some shit. Hey, I need to drop that for the culture album, Offset and Cardi, because she took that nigga back because she in love. I need Offset album first though. I need Offset only his solo album because I, I hear that num- shit gonna be would he, fire. Would he do a four? What would his number be? What is what is the ATL number? What is the NOF number? It ain't four for four. 
for what like the because he got you know he got his own album is four for four then they dropped they version now i don't want i don't want no whole i don't want a whole album i want one song about that shit with cardi but i want oh, i want an offset i want an offset album he got an offset album coming like he got a whole solo album because i saw the culture too is coming so no I no 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 offset got a solo album coming like he has a solo album coming he can set that bitch off and i uh, set yo, that offset, bitch off Two and put Boosie on that bitch. Nope, 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 nope. I don't want I none want of that. that. Nope, I want Offset by itself. I, Offset my favorite Migo. Love Quavo, love Huncho, like, but Offset my favorite Migo, hands down. Hands fucking down. Offset my favorite Migo. So I'm I'm excited about his shit. Takeoff is who I think is like the most charismatic Migo behind the his scenes. His album wasn't bad. Yeah, no, not at all. I People think slept on it because slept on that. Yeah, he little homie. That shit was straight. Yeah, but I look at it like I always said. Um, Takeoff is the Lil Wayne of the Migos. Like we ain't gonna appreciate him for a couple years because he's so young right now. Like he was so young when this shit started. Like you gotta remember that's that's Quavo nephew. Like he not uh like uh you know he still come on man you go with us. Like come on we finna be famous you can go with us. Like we doing this shit we need a third nigga you here all the time like come on. Like so for me like we left off bad and bougie. Yeah who who got left off bad and bougie. Who got left up and bougie? Like I see shit with Quavo. Like I seen an interview one time with Quavo was like, nah, shit. fuck that shit. Like they, they somebody told uh like Takeoff, like, oh Takeoff, come on, you gotta squeeze into the camera shot. He was like, No, yeah, I don't y'all gotta adjust the camera so Take could be in the camera. Like he ain't gotta move, y'all need to move the camera. Like Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I so, that. You know, I I just think he the baby of the group and like I love when they did the takeoff like DJ challenge because I felt like that was him displaying his his talent and shit and like being Yo, his album who not bad. It's not like it's a quality album. I'm, mm-hmm. I say that again. I say all this in like acknowledgement of that and in backup of that. Like take a, take another listen that that takeoff album and like just reevaluate what you might think of him. I think you should you listen to it. I listened to it once as knowing who takeoff like what the Migos is, and then I'll listen to it again like just like trying to listen to it as like if i just found this album i know that might be hard to do but like you just found this a album. separation separating him yeah, as a solo artist kind of like yeah, yeah. No, without a doubt like By i'm himself. a person that believes in separation so it's easy to look at look at that and do that um but back to what we were saying about just the the beef i look at it like you know saying offset is a nigga that's kind of like he got locked up and shit we remember when they did um cocoon and shit like he had just got out and it was certain videos at times he missed because he was locked up like and, and granted chris has done it the same shit but i think chris got locked up as a celebrity i think offset was like on the, the cusp of becoming a celebrity so when he went to jail it was still a different thing mm-hmm. like when he got locked up i just i just look at offset and i'm like bro chris i just think maybe like you an athletic nigga you could dance you got some cardio and shit but i just think like offset got a little different you know something about him that it's just like Chris. You think, you, Offset, I don't think, it, you think Offset got forty five songs of choreography in his lungs? I don't, but that's my thing, though, bro. Like, you think he ready to push up the tempo? I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you up though, bro. Like, what that got to do with throwing them hands? It's mad niggas that could run marathons, but can they fight? Like that don't that don't got shit to do with fighting. Like, if you talking about a dance competition, yeah, I think Chris might run circles around that boy, but I think Offset like ain't been famous his whole life, and he actually had to have a fight. At school, and I don't think Chris Chris had bodyguards. He was fifteen years old, bro. Like when yeah. you ever had to have a fight? When you ever had to have a fight? I'm not gonna hold you up. This shit just funny. <laughs> but yeah, like I no, was... I don't think it's funny because this brings me back to the point I was saying about Chris Brown and Bow Wow. Y'all both been famous since y'all was kids, and y'all want to be looked at as thugs. So it's an episode of a show that uh, LeBron James got called Survivor's Remorse. And on one of the episodes, it's it's about a kid that played basketball and he like playing in, in the league and shit. 
and the owner of his team is really close to him, and the kid is like spazzing out. He's a star player on his team, and the, and he keeps it's an episode where the owner needs him to do something he don't want to do, and he keeps telling everybody, "I'm a grown ass man. I'm a grown ass man. I'm a grown ass man." And the owner finally tells him, "Like as much, the more you have to say, I'm a grown ass man, the more people know you're not a grown ass man." Mm-hmm. Chris Brown, I think Bow Wow want to run around and be like, "I'm a thug. I'm a thug. I'm a thug. I'm a thug. I'm a thug." We look at Bow Wow in the club and shit throwing up gang signs, and people are like, "Bow Wow, what you throwing up?" We look at like Briz Breezy. We look at Chris Brown. Like, like just a lot of shit. I'm not gonna like just. I'm just not gonna speak on just because it's just different shit that I'm privy to. Just being a nigga from like Compton and he claimed Fruit Town and shit. But what I'm saying is like they yelling. I'm a thug and niggas is like the more you gotta yell that shit, the more you not it. They doing shit that don't really align with like with real thugs is out here having to do. They not. Not to be funny, but like real G's moving silence like lasagna. Like you know what I'm saying. They not doing like. <laughs> Niggas don't have to like I understand though Yeah you make You know sense. what I'm saying So my whole thing is like Bow Wow like That shit though, that you trying to do Like I even seen a clip Of Bow Wow on the brat I don't even know What show they was recording Bow Wow like spazzing On the cameraman And like it was on TMZ And he like blood on Pyro Woo 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 And even somebody like Soldier Boy And my shit is like I don't know Just in my interpretation yeah. Of a gangster It's like you don't You don't move like that So it's like y'all want to be Recognized as something with, Within the industry Within your group of peers that's not really what you are. And niggas know that because you've been famous since you was 15 and 10 and shit. You ain't been on the block. Like, you yeah, really haven't never... been on the block. And when you was 14 or 13 in your space, you was in Virginia, a place that's not, like, Pyro blood yeah, heavy. I've never, like, under- I've never understood that. I mean, I guess, okay, part of you might understand it as, like, a, a way to get attention, a way to get whatever. But as somebody who has known people who are affiliated friends with them kicked it with them but i know i'm not that guy i never understood the idea of like throwing that shit around like it's play play because when you hang out with these people they fuck with you because they fuck with you for real it but when you listen to them and you realize they they've lived a life it's almost disrespectful fuck all that like consequences it's it's dis- that. It's, to it's me because, it's disrespectful it's, to to try to portray a life it's who introduced you, you to it, have not lived though. it's who introduced you to it though like this Everybody is my got opinion. family that's in it though like but our, this is my opinion of but this is my opinion but we're looking at it you looking at it that's your that's your experience I, but like let me just give you the insight of a nigga that may be a celebrity you got to come to la eventually to do business like for certain shit hip-hop music mm-hmm. certain shit you got to come to la and eventually you're gonna come to LA so much that you're gonna move to LA. You're gonna get a spot in LA. Mm-hmm. But when you come to LA, you gotta understand, my nigga, Hollywood, for those that don't know, Hollywood is not far from the hood. It's not. Hollywood is really None of not this shit is far the from 101 anything. to the 110, my nigga. Not even some of that shit. You could drive down some of these streets and, and five minutes later, you go from Hollywood to being in the fucking hood. Big like, facts. Like, not hood, like, oh, it looked dirty around here. Hood, nah. like, it's something like blue flags, red yep. flags, like, essays. That is 100% like, facts. You All that dri- shit. So you take a drive from SC to fucking yeah, like UCLA. SC in the hood. Fuck that shit. Nah, you ain't yeah. gotta take that shit. No, SC no, you take the- from S. You see, you go from you drive yeah. from USC to UCLA, and you fuck around and be like, it's two whole different states in this bitch. It's not like they niggas just twenty minutes, bro, ten like, minutes apart. SC, like UCLA so clean. Like UCLA is in Westwood, bro, and then they play mm-hmm. in Pasadena. Like so, people associate like UCLA with like those areas. Like Pasadena has a Rose Bowl parade. And SC is in the middle of the fucking hood. Three. Miles, not even three miles. I said maybe two miles, one mile from off. Skid Row. I saw a white bitch one time. I was going, I was driving past USC, and she was just jogging her USC shit. And I was calculating how many blocks she could go before I was like, "Yo, you gotta turn around, baby." 
Like you, nah, got, you can go down to Staples Center. You go down to Staples Center. Yeah. Like, after a while, my nigga, because the homeless people down there are not by, bothering nobody, that's just a whole different thing. But, like, mm-hmm. as he's in the middle of the hood, skid row and all that. Well, L.A., my nigga, Hollywood is not far from the hood. Where these people live is not far. It's not really, really far. Like, we got traffic and shit. That's why shit seems far. far. Without no traffic, bro, you can get to Tarzana in 45 to an hour. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that seemed long in time, like, when you stand in a, a loud. But when you, it's no dead areas in L.A. on that drive. Like you driving through that, you gonna drive through the city. You gonna see Staples Center. You gonna see like the the skyline of the whole downtown LA. Then you gonna get on a one on one, and you gonna drive past. Uni- you gonna drive through Hollywood. You gonna drive past Universal Studios. You gonna drive for a little while in the dead area, and then boom, you gonna be the fucking there. Dead ass. So these areas are not far from the hood, and these niggas go to Hollywood. We all party in the same place. The niggas from Watts, the niggas from Compton, the niggas from Long Beach, the niggas from all these Carson. Um, all these places, they still party in Hollywood, just like the celebrities from Tarzana, Hollywood, the people in Brentwood, all that shit do. And we also still party at the same clubs. There's only so many clubs play hip hop, my nigga. Only so many clubs <laughs> to fucking support y'all in Hollywood. You One fucking to go to Zings. Fuck Zings. That's full of that's a whole another part. That's Orange County. It's a whole different part. It's Juice County. We don't. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> you taking chances going to Juice County? Area. Like y'all see OC and shit. Come to LA and think you want to go to Orange County. Taking chances. Disneyland. You taking your fucking chances going you to Disneyland. You hundred percent are running your risk to I go see I Mickey Mouse. I got people who like, and I like to believe y'all. Like you know, listen and fuck. But it's different out there. And they probably thought I was weird, but like it's different out there. It's two Americas. Watch the Michael Rubin Breakfast Club interview. Facts. But um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, um. No, like LA is so close to the hood. I say all that to say that, like that's Y'all just getting for, authenticity. You got yeah, this. I that's piss. just for niggas. Okay. <laughs> this nigga just jumped the fuck up. Audio and everything. Fuck, fucked up the camera and everything. But I just think it's a certain level of fucking authenticity and like the hood is so close to LA, and I mean the hood is so close to Hollywood and you got to party in the same place as all these people and you you have to do all the same thing as people in the hood and you go to these clubs and eventually a nigga in the hood like. That's where all our rappers come from. Game and all that. Like, I just say that with that connection with Wack 100 and all that. Like, these are still real street niggas and these still niggas that still have real connections to the streets and shit. So, when you get these celebrities that move out here, eventually you're going to encounter people who are involved in gang culture. That's the long way of saying that. You're, you you in, you in, encounter these people. Whether you, you come to L.A., you get a bodyguard. Guess what? Either he bang, he got a baby mama that bang, he got a bro that bang, he grew up in the hood. All that shit. If you don't believe it, I lie to Suge Knight story. Like, Suge Knight is a nigga who was a nigga that was from the hood. Maybe even a pedestrian of the hood, depending on who you ask. Went on to, like, go to UNLV, became a, a bodyguard for Bobby Brown and other celebrities, and then went on to meet enough people to create the empire that he created. I think that's the thing that happens in L.A. with celebrities. They come here, you can't get, you can't escape that culture. Like, the gang culture in L.A. is that fucking big. Like, it's really a fucking culture. Like, you really can't escape that shit. And these niggas just end up running into these niggas, and eventually you realize, like, yo, these are the same niggas that rob people, so let me buddy up to these niggas. Like, I guess a good example would be, like, um, for anybody listening, like, if you've ever, like, go listen to the Kendrick Lamar Duckworth song on, on the end of the damn album where he talks about how his father even buddied up to Top Dog. And was like, you know, when he came in, when he was in line, you know, um, extra uh, two piece, extra biscuits, extra pieces, all that shit, just to buddy up to the local gangsters, just because you understood like the power they had and what could happen to you in L.A. just through the power of game banging. So I think the same thing happened to these celebrities. And then I think some of that shit entices them. Like it's it's like it's a thrill. Like you know, when you got money and you're you're uh, closeted off, and you've been closeted off since you was fifteen. 
16, 10 years old or whatever it was, somebody like Bow Wow who got his name and was introduced to hip-hop through somebody like the Death Row Camp and somebody like Snoop Dogg who was like a, a California legend, a game-banging crip legend, regardless of what your opinions is, like how he how he carry his flag and how he, he rep what he rep. You know what I'm saying? You you can't. It's like six degrees of separation. You only get so far from it. You move. You live in LA for so long. It's 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 only it's only a matter of time before you're gonna encounter that in one way or another. Especially if you gotta have big ass niggas that you think gonna be tough and feel like they are like intimidating. Those dudes don't come from like Canyon Country. They don't come from Brentwood. They don't come from like the Valley. They don't come from none of those places. Like you're not you're not giving no tough impression coming from none of those places. You gotta come from the hood. That's where people like. That's where the the, the menacing grimace come from. Like <laughs> the men, the menacing grimace. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, like the menacing grimaces. Fuck. Yeah, you know it's what I'm saying. So, like nobody's nobody's believe believing. Like oh, I'm from Topanga and I can keep you safe. And no, you can't because where I want to go, I want to go to Roscoe's and I want to go to places Pico and Labrie and and I can't trust a security guard that's gonna look nervous there. So more yeah. times than not, you getting a nigga who like is a big nigga from the hood. That's who my got a black favorite. T-shirt Honestly, that, that one on Pico is my favorite Roscoe. You got to be Obama Honestly, went to that one. Obama my, went to that one, son. Like you can go to like you can go to Lone Beach too. You can go to the other one off four or five. My, like my family in West, like, I got a West yeah. LA family though. Like, but yeah, like that's my favorite Roscoe's. Not even like even off the uh, like you know what for me West LA. I was speaking to somebody about this. Like West LA is like black black culture mecca. So like you gotta get like if you black and you come to LA like you gotta go to certain areas. But I think like the business aspect of West LA, how black is a man is mm-hmm. managed to stay in West LA business wise. I think that's it, it makes it the mecca of like the, things like that. Black, like looking black, at West LA. LA and looking like looking at things like that. Baldwin like, Hills, Ladera Heights, like Baldwin Hills, Ladera Heights. Shit, look at like, like Lamar Park. Park. You look at things like oh, that. Yeah. And like you look at situations like um like that new Gucci thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's boycott. Even Montclair. Montclair had the same little jacket. Niggas yeah. caught them too. Yeah, like you boycott them. And it's like I know niggas be online thinking like Gucci's the end all be all, but you have like you have these businesses. All you gotta do is just show up. Like it's black. Oh man, like what's man, the um it's all you damn. all you have to I'm do. I'm drawing is, a blank, but like what's my Shout name? out to Dirty Laundry, black owned business. Shout out to Dirty Laundry. Fuck on business with amazing clothes. Don't let don't let KT in that perm fool y'all. <laughs> KT black. That's just a perm. If you wet his hair, it's gonna smell like eggs. That nigga black and dirty laundry is black on KT, I love you. I'm sorry I exposed you. See, don't be running dirty laundry sh- shop wetting KT hair is trying to see if it smell like eggs. <laughs> I love KT. I love Dirty Laundry. <laughs> like, black owned business. Go support Dirty Laundry. I love KT so much. I was gonna call him and record this episode up here, but I just did it at we just did it at the crib. But Jay um, just hit me and I like part of me was like, yo, we should come through and then I got drunk, so it don't matter. I'm sorry. Who? Jay just hit me like Breeze. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah Breeze, like as I when I posted I posted like a Because I call him Breeze. Uh, Nigga, I posted Hennessy and like Breeze was like, hey, like that's the move. And then I saw a cup of his that was empty, and I was like, "It is a mood." I'm and part of me was like, "Pull up!" And then we'd already started. But well, my we thing text is him like, after this, we might end up doing that. Jay but Breeze. no, what I'm saying is like, yeah, like it's just I know, like you, you might, I, because me personally, I feel like that. Like you see it online, and you feel like the shit is like far and in between, but it's not. That shit is up the street from your house. You just gotta, you just gotta go there, like. I digress. I was about to say something. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. But no, I'm just saying, like, it's not just West L.A. It's wherever you're from. Like, there's a neighborhood. You go online, like, even with T.I. doing this shit. And shout out to T.I. Shout out to T.I. And shout out to, like, Tank, 
who are promoting black businesses, they're really good clothes, really good quality, really good this, really good that. Like and I not even it. that. Most of your favorite designers, I hate to say it, they're poaching. They're poaching off of they black designers. The fuck are. They're poaching off of your local black designers they who don't have a big are. enough voice yet, who only have thirteen hundred followers and shit that are making dope shit. They're going online and they're fucking taking their designs and then they're presenting them to the world. Even your favorite um, fucking Jays, like if you look at like I saw some shit that said. I'm sorry, I I have to cut you up. I have to cut you because I don't want to forget this. It's a it's a guy on fucking um, IG. He's a designer. He's I, fucking DC like FBG FB. I'm we're gonna I'm gonna fucking add him in this shit. Um, he designs shoes and he is a guy who is he's from the Bay. He was on one of the Warriors. I think the Warriors Christmas game. Steph Curry let him design the um, ISO like Chris the winner the winner um, mm-hmm. Steph Curry. Him he took a bunch of kids to the to the Warriors game. That gentleman is an amazing designer. Like t- hats off to him. And also, um, he also, um, like, does a very good job for those that, like, being a voice for the voiceless as far as these designers mm-hmm. and making sure that people do not um, do not steal their designs. Like, he, he, will, he will go as far as DMing, getting emails, getting in contact with people who are, like, executives at companies. And I forget the name of the company, but I'm That's definitely going to add this man and I'm definitely going to, like, take this segment and cut it into and add him because I definitely commend and respect what he does because he, he definitely like well, what are you talking like he deserves it nah man because like I watch him and his clothes and like because I don't know maybe one one post just really caught me by surprise and like really just his passion for it and it was he was fighting for something that wasn't even his mm-hmm. it's just a friend of a friend or whatever the, the connection might have been um, he just fought so hard for it and so passionately for it. And like, I guess just like, you know, like we shout out Dirty Laundry, seeing KT be a friend. And KT is the person that really opened my eyes to like how designers really do this and how Supreme and, um, oh fuck, what's the one? Um, Obey and different people. Okay, okay, yeah. Just take these things. And also at a time point in my life, I was, um, like going to the Crooks and Castles shop a lot. And even mm-hmm. somebody like LRG, like for those that don't know, the people that created Crooks and Castles, for those who know who that brand is, they were a part of the LRG Lifted Research Group originally. What happened was they were a part of Ventures Group trying to develop a brand and one of the people in LRG took the money from the Ventures Group, ran off and created LRG and left all the other people stuck. <laughs> that left them niggas to go ahead and create Crooks and Castles because they said behind every great brand there's somebody who stole, or every great empire there's somebody who stole, killed, did some um, like illegal, mm-hmm. frivolous shit to be able to create that. So behind every castle there's a crook like so it was crooks and castles that's how they created the brand makes sense so i was privy to getting that information just by going to their brand all the time like going to their flagship stores and like interacting with them and then i like also just having kt who's like a, again like a close friend somebody i, I have a immense amount of respect for he'd be knowing yeah like i tremendous respect for his his fashion mind and just his his knowledge of that like he explained that to me as well and how fashion like big fashion houses and just different people do that shit and um like even recently, I seen Gucci get caught for that shit for a jacket. But I oh he the same gentleman I'm talking about with the shoes. He caught Gucci with that shit for a jacket for somebody else. But I'm I, that's why I'm really at that man. But um, yeah, like that's that's a that's a real thing. That's a real thing. I forgot. We, oh, like black businesses. But like yeah, more times than not, support the local fucking black business because what you think is you see the Gucci brand or the whatever brand the Fashion Over even knows you see their brand before you see that local that local person down the street. But what you don't realize is she didn't steal their shit. They stole her shit. They stole his shit. Even stealing that shit, like, even stealing his shit, and, like, when you kind of boil it down to, like, came from whatever factories, like, all, like, I, I God, I gotta remember, like, I was watching, I think it was, like, a Vice episode, and it was on the, it was on shoes, and they talked about, like, they went to this, like, Chinese guy's house, and 
how like he reflips and sells shoes and they kind of yeah, got yeah, into the stock I, I remember the one yes. yeah like yeah, he got into the stock X thing but he was like there's not they're not they're not different, different. Yeah. yeah, like it might be, oh shit. He this. created a whole site for like bootleg shoes, yeah, knockoff so shoes. Like, so it's just like. But they were basically B grade shoes. The same B grades that like. And when you realize get, what like, makes them B grade, it's like, why, style, you're going to yeah. pay three, $400 extra for. Small this? imperfections. Like. Yeah, or uh, shit. Some shit ain't even imperfections. It's imperfections. You know, somebody just told you this one's not good as that one. Hmm. And, you're, and then not only are you paying extra to support this shit, you're supporting. Like I said, like with Gucci, like you're supporting motherfuckers who are blatantly disrespecting you. Not gonna lie, me being dumb and talking to my niggas on a inebriated night, I thought that sweater was for sucking dick in the cold. But uh, like I saw that shit. We talked about that sweater five days before the fucking <laughs> yes. world blew up about it. I saw that, that shit, shit group chat. and I was yeah. like, Gucci out here trying to get bitches to suck dick and not be cold at the I'm same gonna tell you time. The, truth. the most ignorant nigga in the group chat who is Justin. Shout out Jay. <laughs> He's the nigga that pointed out, like, yo, that's black. It was like, that shit's racist as fuck. And I was yeah, like, oh, like, shit. He's not fucking around. Like, TJ he, was thinking bitches was going to suck dick in the I winter. was like, yo, I'm not going to lie to you. I know if you go in any episode, even if I say the con, even if I hit the fucking content wrong, I start out with, I'm really for our people. My first thought was they sucking dick in the cold. It's cold out in every. California is as cold as it's going to get. Everywhere is cold as shit. It's freezing cold. I'm like, yo. Gucci was like, yo, man. I think it was 42 degrees in Los Angeles, California. I was like, yo, Gucci said, let's suck dick in the cold. That nigga Jay, I was like, these niggas racist as fuck. I'm stupid as shit. Yes, you are. Um, (laughs) But yeah, black business, fucking supported. Again, we ran completely the fuck away from what we're talking about. Chris Brown and shit. Um... Yeah, that's my whole thought though. Like, bro, like I think Chris is really anxious if they to jump fought, out the who window. You got in a fight. Anything outside around? Take a set, bro. Anything take a set. outside around like two. Chris Brown got forty. Ain't no round two and no fight, fam. Chris Brown Ain't no gave round two and no Chris fight. Brown gave us forty-five no, coked out. Songs I don't care about that, but I've seen with fights. choreography. Attacks. And guess what though? Guess what though, TJ? We've seen. I mean, okay, okay, honestly, hold on, real quick, real honestly, quick. Yes. Honestly, we've seen fights where boxers go ten seconds. You killing my joke? Yes, in, I understand in, that, in my a, nigga. In, in a real fight, like, in a, I, feel like, like I understand like that, but we got that one off. Yeah, already. I feel like Offset then socked the nigga to in like, real life. Chris Brown been famous since he was fifteen. This be my like, shit though, bro. Like, I be willing to I get a like joke I, off, but I don't be wanting to hold on to a joke so long that somebody start thinking yeah, I'm the fuck like boy. Offset, that I, the, the I feel like Offset has beat up grown you? men. Chris Brown was like. Was famous. Chris Brown did a Stin County too, and all that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Chris did, Brown did a Stin County. Yes, did he, he do did. a real life stint or a famous people stint? You go to Twin Towers. You go to Twin Towers. Oh, he went to Twin. That's wow. He went to Chris Paris Hilton went to Twin Towers. Give a fuck what you say, bro. Yeah. Paris, Twin Towers. Twin Towers. I don't even even the, the, yeah. the, the even the nice part of Twin Towers is fucked up. It's no nice part of that shit. I got an uncle that got a story with Twin. There's no. I don't give a fuck. We leave it alone. Yeah, there's no Brentwood at Twin Towers. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I guess that does come down to like Offset been Offset for a while. He didn't get famous. He was grown. Chris Brown been famous. And I understand Chris Brown be in the gym hitting the punching bag and all that shit. That heavy bag don't have no arms. It's different. It's a different life when you was like you was famous when your wet dreams hit. That's a different type of life. Yeah, I don't know. Chris Brown, like we always let Chris Brown live in two different lives. But Chris, Chris Brown, the same same nigga that aspires to be Michael Jackson. Chris Brown did give me enough jokes to 
produce proper memes on our page. So I, that shit wasn't funny to me though. <laughs> it's okay. Look, I didn't put that shit because it was funny to me. I put that shit because it was funny to people. I didn't think it was funny. Hey man, somebody did. Yeah. Look, look. I know how I feel. But I also know, like you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, we trying to win, okay? Relax, yeah. relax, relax. If you thought that was funny, that was kind of corny. Of you. Hey, nigga, that shit. To those my, that are listening and those hey, that follow, hey, nigga, that shit. If Chris Brown shooting the shotgun to push up the tempo was funny, the booty tang one is up for debate. Not funny. Even the hippity hop. <laughs> not funny. Not funny. None of that shit was funny to me on Chris Brown. Yeah. <laughs> And none of that shit was I don't funny. I want to say that, Chris though. Brown like all has, of that shit was some goofy shit. I'm not gonna say Chris Brown. I'm got not here for a nigga jumping out has, the window like has that. Has negative hands. I just I don't know. I don't think he got negative hands. I'm just not for all of that extra shit. Like, yeah, bro, that's y'all th- celebrities, no. y'all gotta go everywhere. It's Grammy weekend coming up. He gotta be in L.A. Migos is yeah, not even just catching when you catch him. Thing, if you really on some shit, just catch him when you catch that's him. That's one thing I don't understand when people like because even sometimes you hear like, cause I love the Joe Budden podcast. It's not a shit on it, but sometimes like it is like a. Like there's like a cap, like there's like a um, not a cap, a fucking disclaimer for, we're we're creators, we're emotional. You're humans too, like you're regular people. Like everybody's a creator. Everybody creates something. Yeah, like relax. people that work at like, McDonald's create you, burgers yeah, and fries. Give you an excuse. People to that just work at yeah, like people that work at airplane, shit. like people that work at airports create flights and create tickets. I will say everybody that. creates something. As That's much not an excuse. as as much as I find Chris's shit funny. I think about myself, the effort it takes to type this up, to post it, to post it in all caps, which takes that nigga, hitting shift. Bro, You're not you, mad. If you, You're just if you, doing if it. If you like. IGN, if you IGN whole paragraphs and shit, bro, yeah. like at some point, you, if you got to, let me tell you something. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell you something. If you have to proofread your shit, you have you time go. to calm down. Yeah, that's the point. That's if the you got to proofread your shit, you got time to calm down. If your whole sentence is just, fuck at da da da, you didn't have no time to calm down. I under, that that's the spur of the moment thing. Mm-hmm. You type eighteen lines on Instagram, my nigga. You had you had you had to proofread that, and you had a moment to calm down. Yeah. You had to go. You owe hippity hop. Nah, hold on. Let me put mine. You have to use your thumb to go back and make sure hippity was spelled correct. Hobbity because those are not in the in the fucking i in the fucking iPhone dictionary. You had time to reread that and proofread that, my nigga. You had time to be like, look, this is a lot. So that lets me know, my nigga, that was an intentional shot. I feel like in my head, Chris Brown had that in his notes. He just copy and pasted that. Part of me does think he. I don't know. What, I don't know that person. I don't know why. Part of me does think he had this lock. He goes and Crispin had a had a beef for a long time. You can't you can't forget when the same fucking award show where Chris I mean where uh, the Migos is gonna jump on Joe Budden and the Complex crew. Mm-hmm. That same one, the Migos and them had a uh, a situation with Chris Brown in the parking lot because you got to remember Quavo was dating Carucci at the time. Uh, oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, so like Chris Ben had some heat towards them niggas. Like you y'all been had some little you been had some little. I was having a conversation about this. Does that mean? Do we give like R and B singers more like with the shitsness, or are they just more emotional? No, you men, you're men. Just because you can reach a different octave in your voice doesn't mean you're well, not yeah, a man. Like, you like catch, no, you we're catch not your, doing you, that. You we're catch, not doing no, that. no, no. I'm not saying like you because you catch your favorite rapper will say, "I'm with the shit." I put the whatever. Pick your favorite gun. Put it on a nigga. But shit happened. Them niggas kind of get kind of quiet about it. And I don't believe all of them niggas. And it's just like I don't believe all R and B niggas is pussy. Like I don't believe all, all rap niggas gangster. And I don't believe all R and B niggas only want to sing and dance around. I believe some of the niggas will put their hands on you. Just like I believe some rap niggas won't put their hands on you. That's just my opinion of it though. That's just me. Like I feel like no, it's not a hundred percent on either side. 
I'm not saying it's 64. Like, I'm not saying what side is what, how much on either side. I just don't believe either side is 100% either. That makes sense. Like, that's just my whole shit. That's yeah. just the same way. I don't believe niggas can get rid of racism with power walking. Shout out you to Leah Misu. Me- Shout out to Leah Misu. I want to get this. That's out the there. same way. I just don't and feel like niggas can get rid of racism with power walking. Robert McCall. But that's just me. Was smoked the shit out of Brian Mills. Let's I'm gonna let you live with there. that because I only know who Robert McCall is. I don't know the fuck Brian Mills. Exactly. Which let me know Robert McCall was smoked the fuck out of Brian Mills. I ain't even gonna do you that because I, I feel like you just getting that off because of the moment. And I ain't, we've talked about on this show about niggas just attacking niggas just because Man, it's in the moment. Look, and I ain't gonna do that. Liam, My whole thing is just though, you can't get rid of racism with power walking. That's fucking amazing you to me. Sure the fuck can't. Marching. Fuck and all that other shit. You can't get rid of racism. What's your name? That nigga said. What's your name? I um I talked to a Catholic priest and what's I grew up Catholic and I really. I'm finna get it because I heard her name on the Brilliant Idiots podcast too. Letty. What's her name? Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, she can shut the fuck up. Too. Michelle Rodriguez. She can shut the fuck up forever too. Oh my. He kissed God. Viola Davis a lot. Viola that Davis nigga said, a lot. That white so, man can't be racist. You seen the way he kissed Viola Davis? Yo, she can shut the fuck up forever. Like, like your favorite. That's her. That's that's about her fifth or uh, dog. Hasn't she? She been on a run. That's about her, her fifth. Or and like, and I want to be accurate. The Gina shit. The Gina chick. It was the Gina Rodriguez too. I don't know about that, but I know Michelle Rodriguez. I know who you talking about. I know who you talking about. Yeah, but that's she not said her, some her, shit. That's it's a different person. Or somebody. It's one of them other. No, 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 no. I know who you talking about. Um, she said ah, some shit about ah, black superheroes. Ah, yeah. But I'm sticking with Michelle yeah. right now. Michelle, Michelle has said some shit before. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't quote her shit before. But I know this one. And bitch, shut the fuck up. No, this is about her fifth or eighty seventh wrong thing that she said <laughs> <laughs> in the last um, two weeks. And it's weeks like, my G, about, what is your issue? Just say you don't like black women or black people. Like, but that's the same off. thing about the same chick that you saying though about. Um, yeah, just get God that off. You damn, don't gotta say, just, I want to hear get, her name. Where she cut off a black woman during. Um, she cut off one of the, a young black girl. During a was with the view or something, she cut her off and was like, "They asked her, how do you feel about being such a young representation for black women?" And she was like, "For all women," and like cut her off. Yeah, that's but like, that's what you're yeah, the girl I, you're talking about to give that context. The woman I want to say her name is said, Gina Rodriguez too. Maybe possibly we'll, I don't know though I don't, I don't know, know we'll sure, add so her. We'll, we would yeah. always put a bunch of hashtags in the in the um fucking. I just want y'all to know, fuck y'all in the title. Like yeah, y'all might do good work. I love, I like, I I enjoy watching Fast nope. and Furious go nope. from. Nope. Hang on, hang on. I enjoy like I enjoy like like them going from fucking regular street races to some kind of fucking special ops shield group. But Michelle with this bullshit, bro. Like, what is your problem? Like, just say what your issue is, my G. Because the shit you popping off on, like. He kissed her in the mouth. Like your favorite fucking. Uh, they said that shit on Britney. Like your favorite fucking um, bullshit ass. A slave owner wasn't flat out raping black women and having black daughters and not fucking claiming them. Like motherfuckers through civil rights wasn't punching black women in the head. Like as much as you was throwing bricks and washing down niggas, you was raping black women too. Like that's some bullshit. And niggas is not and like and letting her live with that. Get the fuck out of here. I don't think he, niggas is letting her fetishize live. I don't think her black world, women. I don't like, think her world. I think here. she crossed over a line that wasn't. I think she crossed over into a popular culture world that she didn't know intersected with a black world. Maybe she even did fucking know it intersected with a black world. Maybe she was trying to make that point. Um, of course. Stop. Hold on. Let me tell my motherfucking self stop <laughs> and tell myself that I'm on some bullshit right there. Let me stop really quick and call myself on my own shit. T.I. versus Tip moment. Nigga, clearly she knew she was on some bullshit. This is a conversation with myself. Clearly, nigga, she knew it was on some uh, intersection of popular culture and black shit because 
the whole fucking comment was about Liam Neeson saying something about black people. So clearly she fucking knew that. So let me stop myself right there before I make that dumbass comment. What I'm what what she was stupid as fuck for making that comment. Let me just let me just stop right there. Whatever yeah, black thing right she there. got against, like she should just get that off. Like you could have that conversation, but like like Liam Neeson shit, because Liam could have said any like they once again. I just don't think she in a name. world of black history. I think I black even, shit intersected popular history. culture, and she just jumped in to give her opinion as a motherfucker who's involved with popular culture. I think somebody took a job from her one time, and she was just has never let that shit go. Cause this shit wild as fuck. Like even brilliant idiot said, like even the way Liam handled it, bro. You could have just said you could have said anything. Like somebody raped my what, like raped my friend or whatever. And I was mad as fuck about it. That nigga went out of his way to go like, I'm going to fuck up. I don't, I don't even know what the statement originally was, but it was like, I'm going to fuck up like a black person or a black bastard. Yeah. Like you, you were identifying that with blackness. Like, and if, you know, like and he it, said he had a, um, God damn, I forgot what the word is that in the UK they use for it. But basically he was walking around with like a club or a bat or like a big yeah, ass. Yeah, and stick. then like there was, they talked about like, oh, I come from a history of, just say like you come from a history of like, I don't know, what is he, Scottish, Irish, racist? Like, like uh, yeah, you just like, don't like, you just don't, like, you just, stop, like you stop. was born a racism, bro. Like you of a certain, like I'm not I come from a history, a history you, of Panthers, bro. What does that mean? Yeah, you of a certain age. Like I already assigned yeah, you as right. racist. Like you have, you were brought up racist. That's your job to fix that shit. And like, my thing wrong. is like people who think that is giving, getting them off, understand that the moment you go, I did some racist shit because I was raised racist. We just, we, for the most part, you're getting categorized as a racist until you prove otherwise, because everything you just said was I was raised foundationally morally rooted in racist shit and i still exude racist qualities and behaviors at intense moments in my life which usually prove who you are by at the your way truest core i was You're a, fucking racist i was a learned piece of shit as yeah, opposed like, to you still a piece i'm of a learn but you, you you're not only saying i'm a learned piece of shit you're a learned and practice piece of shit that's like saying Damn. like that's the same problem we have with R. Kelly. You were you you got abused and then you grew up to be an abuser. You don't get a fucking pass. Yeah, bro. You don't get a fucking you know pass. What? You can't say I was born, I was grew, I was bred to be a fucking racist and I grew up to still exude racist fucking acts, but I'm not racist though. I'm not racist. We don't give Liam. That's enough not credit. how that fucking work. You can't be like, I was raised to be a murderer and I turned out to be a murderer. Or I try not to commit murders, but I'm not a fucking murderer. That nigga said I got a certain set of skills, lost his daughter twice, got his wife killed. And you know what? That nigga was Qui-Gon. And he gave us Darth Vader. And he 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 killed younglings because he wanted to train Darth. You know what? Liam been fucking up for a while. Movie-wise and everything. You know who hasn't been fucking up? Robert McCall. Robert fucked up a Home Depot full of assassins. He gave us great jazz music. Robert McCall over Brian Mills, 100%. Cool. But at the end of the day, my nigga, you can't tell me that you do racist shit, but you're not fucking, like, I don't know, my nigga. You can't tell me, like, I was raised in a racist house. I was raised in a clown I ain't gonna house. hold you up. Yeah, like, just, like, I'm not gonna even get no jokes off. Like, I am just, like, okay, there is a... I'm gonna leave the jokes to you on this one. because I don't have no jokes. Like, I don't have no jokes right now. Too much logic in that one for that. There's just, like, as 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 an entire whole black man living life like i understand that there is just racism like every door i understand that my life is lived in a certain in a certain realm that motherfuckers i have to i might have to explain to the you know whoever the fuck who doesn't understand that which is just choosing not to understand it 
But if you're from a certain age bracket, especially if you're from a certain age bracket, you know, I just assume that you think a certain way. If you chose to think that way and turned it, I give you like mad props because you like. I'm still. But, sh- but yeah, like Liam Neeson, like I don't know this. As much as motherfuckers like wow, Liam Neeson. I'm like, if you think about, it, if you took ten minutes to think about it, Liam Neeson is well over fifty five or whatever the fuck. He's from another. He's from like what Scotland, Ireland. Like nobody really fucks with us over there. Like. This whole him like saying that this is him on a regular basis. He just never had the opportunity to because, you know, movies and money. This is my thing, though, my nigga. When I meet white people over a certain age, when I meet people, certain people over a certain age that are not black. Fuck it. I'm not even just going to say white. Just certain people over a certain age that are not black. Yeah, all of y'all weren't, all of y'all weren't Bernie. Y'all weren't Marcy. Yeah, I would, like, I'd be like, how many, how many of y'all go take credit for being the 1,000 white people the one thousand Asian, the one, whatever you was. Got, how many of y'all gonna take credit for being those amount of people that ass. was not racist? Like, and I have, and this is not somebody who doesn't have white parents. I love to white, work with seventy year old white people and sixty year old white people and shit that that, that, that want to that. convince me they not racist. I'm not even talking about. That. I got white friends, people I really fuck with, who are cool people, who are white. But y'all not gonna sit here and really try to sell me that your granny, like all of you. All, all I, of you. I got like as I said that I can. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of at least over ten of y'all. None of y'all can tell me that out of all ten of y'all, that all of your grannies and granddads was the ones who was like, "That's wrong." What they did to Martin. No, man. You gotta like. I don't know. Part of me just. I don't know. Just sits and thinks like, do you ever like wonder what it or what does it feel like to realize that you maybe have to be the first person to really genuinely be like. Hey, Granny, I got laid you to death, but that shit you was living was full of shit. Or kind of come to terms with the fact that your granny or grandpa or pop pop was a fucking racist fuck. Is might still be a racist fuck. He just know that he can't be a racist fuck out loud like he used to be. I don't quite, know. It's quite uncomfortable in 2019. I don't know. I ain't even like, I ain't even gonna press none of y'all because it ain't really like, you know, it ain't gonna ruin my day. But, you know, I'm just. Think about it. But yeah, that'd be my thing. It's like, I be, I don't give a fuck. I be wanting to know, like, how many of y'all really, really be feeling like, yo, like, you, you, you that exclusion. Like, you the one that, like, got the, got the, like, freedom writer, freedom writer, grandmother, mother, whatever the fuck age group we in now. Like, how many of y'all really gonna carry that shit and think that y'all people wasn't this or that? Like, no, they just can't tell you that in 2019, my nigga. Like, that'd be my shit. Like, 15%. And even those that I work with, those that I, I walk down the streets and shop with, those that I fucking have to cross in a grocery store, like, we don't believe you. Somebody would have to really argue me. Like, it's 15% of y'all, like, nationally, that's grandparents are Jane Elliott. And that's Boom. on a good on a good day. Nationally, if I take a trip from Sac from Sacramento all the way to that's New York on God City, them. and I don't even bruh, know who and them is, bruh, it's fifteen percent of y'all tops. You just got to come to terms. It's cool. Like if they make the change, cool, make the honest change. But like, let's, like don't sit up here. I don't know. It's just weird. Don't play me like your granny was out here really, really with the shits, getting punched in the face with my auntie and granny and them. Like that's not true. I know for a fact they wasn't doing that, but don't 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 tell me that they just wasn't watching on the TV like they was watching on TV and having complete empathy and all that shit. Like I know they wouldn't get punched in the face with them, but don't try to lie to me and tell me like now that they was like exactly. That's all I'm saying. Don't bullshit a bullshitter, folks. 
I've yet to meet a motherfucker that go this far to be like, oh, my grandmother and them got punched too. Like, or my, like, I ain't, I ain't went that far. I ain't met nobody that was willing to go that far yet. But I've, you know what I'm saying? Like, you encounter motherfuckers that want to convince you that they're, they're from, <laughs> I'm 75 or from Texas. I live in Los Angeles and I, and I, I'm your boss. But oh, guess I, what? I've, I've never, ever in my life. Nah, you got ever, it, fam. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, you got it. I got it. I'm chill. Like, I'll be like, cool, man. My name Neil Armstrong. I landed <laughs> on the moon. Nice to meet you, bro. I just figured since you was since you was doing it, yeah. I should do it too. Uh, yes, yeah. Walk up to a nigga like my name is John Snow. The fuck out of here! I'm not here for that. You told a nigga winter is here. Clearly, my nigga, you cold enough Shit. to tell me that nigga winter is here. Right the fuck now. Be so appalled. 75-year-old nigga in Santa Monica telling you, looking at you crazy. You, you tell him, like, damn, bro, you look racist. Yeah, I'm not even shitting on, like, I'm not even 100% shitting. I think there should be, I think, I would be cool if there was, like, not cool, like, I'm here for it, but, like, if everybody just had their Liam moment. So, you know, everybody stands. I can build with you from a Liam. But if you walk through your whole life pretending not to be Liam, I can't fuck with you because you just, you full of shit. Like, Liam had his honest, I wanted to go out and, like, you know, beat up niggas moment. I know where to place Liam in my life. But at the same time, it was mad people around here, like, defending Liam. Like, oh, black people act like he ain't, like, black people ain't never mad, been mad at black people. Like, that's not the fucking point we talking about. When black people get mad at black people, you know who we want to go get? We want to go get that nigga. Yeah, I We like, want to get that black person. Like I even he was talking about going down the street and just getting any black person he seen. First one I seen, it was yeah, going he, down. He, all he had to say is, I want to get the person who fucked him. He wanted to get black That'd people. That'd be my thing. And exactly how easy it was for you just to say all he had to say was this. That's the same point I'm making. Yep. I walked down the street and I wanted to get the motherfucker who she described. I was going to look for anybody that is, where was wearing a gray Here's, hoodie. Whatever Here's the fuck, my, that would have even been more specific to me. You just was like, yo, any any black person was going to get this smoke. Shout out to good old Killer Mike. But like when you saw the episode of Killer Mike talking to the old lady in the in the old folks home, she talked about how like she still looked at black people as a threat, which kind of kind of speaks to like the Liam Meeson thing. My thing trigger is warning. Tr- Killer yeah, Mike, trigger trigger warning. warning. My thing is. Y'all don't have grounds to look at us that way except for the lies you've told to shit on us, which come from And racism. that was the same point Killer Mike was making was yeah, like, all school like you, shooters and mass, mass shooters yeah, are like 97% white. School shooters, mass shooters, civil rights, racism. I have actual physical documented proof. I can go to every age group in my fucking family and have a different story on how white people have fucked their life up. You, I find your granny and like whatever she feels about niggas or whatever, you know, or your fucking pop pop. He doesn't have a real reason why he doesn't like niggas other than the reason his homeboy put in the media to talk shit about us. So, yeah, boom. Yeah. Like you, you, I don't, I don't respect that. You just, you believe in a fairy tale. Like granted, (laughs) (laughs) nigga left me mid conversation. But yeah, like for me, some of that shit be like shit that's just like you believe in fairy tales. Like you still you around here telling me like Jack and the Beanstalk and shit, your your myths about like what black people are and what black people are doing. And in reality, like when you look at it, like the statistics are the statistics for the reason. And granted, there are skewed stats. But when we get down to the nitty gritty of it, like what you see every day 
and, and and granted, that may be dependent on your outlet as well. Like you got to look at some of these outlets that people are getting their information from as well, too. So you know, she she's somebody I think. You know, uh, excuse me if I'm not quoted correctly, but I believe she was somebody that expressed that her her main news outlet was Fox News. If if I'm if I'm correct, I may not be. I've been drinking, but um. Yeah, so I just think a lot of that shit be that, like, you grow up in a certain era, and, and that just be my whole shit. Like, don't try to tell me that you the one person, your grandmother's the one person, your mother's the one person. Like, I'm not going to hold that shit against you. Like, I understand that if if you and I have gotten that, that into the depths of a conversation that far, like, you don't, at this time, exude the qualities of that person. You know, granted, that doesn't mean you're not, you don't have some... um um inherent bad traits that you may not know that you um uh display but um you know that that's basically me saying that i understand that you're trying to make an active effort to combat that if that is something that inherently you have gotten from your parents and their bad upbringing and their toxic upbringings because again as much as we in the black community talk about our toxic upbringings and identify with the things that we know the bad traits that we know we have inherently gotten from ours i think we provide a level especially the newer generation of black people we provide a with the understanding i guess what i'm saying now is like the um understanding of black toxicity that has ran through our generations mm -hmm. we provide a certain le a level of understanding and acceptance to white toxicity and it, well anybody who's not black toxicity who's generationally ran through um ran through their culture yeah. or their family i think i don't know i've talked i've talked I, I realize sometimes i've said that like i've tapped it like i was going to talk about that but like i've talked about that with y'all just about our tendency to which i think has fucked us up in a for like generations and that don't mean um, you could invite them to the barbecue granted yeah. like i said the barbecue is packed still but even that even the barbecue thing our tendency to i was I watching think, amanda seal she said you got to be a hard ally like if i date a white man you gotta be like a he gotta make tupac look like a mickey mouse and shit like she makes a good fucking point yeah i think i think we come from a culture of love and i think our tendency to granted, show love yeah. to ev everybody turns to our detriment because we just turn that into come with us come with us motherfuckers be like black people have always been society's moral compass like society yeah, cannot like exist we give without that some to level everybody and yeah. we bring everybody in but everybody doesn't feel that way towards us but and it turns and it turns but into at, our at the same time again that's what i say about the youth the younger generation of black people we are understanding of the toxicity that we exude through just for hours it could be Emotional immaturity. It could is be our the, toxicity. I, I thought about that today. Sorry, not to cut you off. Mm -hmm. Is our toxicity toxicity? Is it ours generally, or is it what has been pressed upon us by like just be being really pressed from outside? Because by ourselves, it's like yours. We, that, well, no, here, here's my here's my thing. When motherfuckers talk about like toxic like masculinity and everything, I'm like, was that ours? Originally, because like we are one of the, I would say like whenever you think about us, like everybody, everybody, mama got one of those posters with like the black queens. Like we were a people of like matriarchies and had like you know women. Like everybody talks about Cleopatra, but there was more than Cleopatra that ran countries and it was fully functional having a woman at the head. Was that something generally us, or was that something brought upon us as far as like treating women like shit and not understanding like? duality between the both of us and getting all in the men and feminine energies and all that shit i feel like we had a good beat on that until we used like i said before 
us being too loving and bringing in people who didn't understand that and letting that corrupt, I guess, yeah, corrupt us. I got really deep for no reason. <laughs> no, I completely understand why you went deep. No, I completely understand why you went deep, but I'm going to just simply say this. You're a man that believes too much in accountability. For me, I let do. me say this. There is a, um, a large segment of us, and when I say us, I mean black men, I mean men in general, that have not exuded the proper respect. For women, so I'm not. Even, mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna go there with all of that. Like I'm not. I'm a motherfucker. That I'm said, not giving. A, I'm not giving those who haven't exuded that credit. I'm, but I'm a, saying but, but what that. I'm saying is this: I'm a motherfucking here today, motherfucker. Like you gotta take accountability for the shit here today. You can't tell me like, like if somebody tried to tell you like, yo, I can't communicate because. Let me grab the book. Okay, so this is my great 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 grandmother, and she <laughs> came from circumstances get, in South Carolina. You would be like, get the fuck out. Great of here. great 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 might not make sense, but. The grandma, grandfather thing makes sense. You can't tell me you respect black women. You can't tell me res- you respect women because of Cleopatra and you black. Not no, well, no. Mine is not because of Cleopatra. When I see like a lot of people talk different things, I understand it because I have the ability to understand people's perspective. But for me, did you exude the traits? Yeah. See, but my thing, but my did thing, did you is, exude the traits that the that people are communicating to you that are talk that are masculine toxicity so this is my thing as a man we've always and in personal conversations we've always talked about accountability and mm-hmm. the only motherfucker that can tell you that's that you're doing something wrong is me and you can't tell me that you can't deflect that by going no 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 i can't be doing that to you because it is so if women are saying this the only thing i can do is shut the fuck up and listen i can't deflect that with nothing else i can't deflect that with oh this is not me no 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 no. if you're telling me that this is your story and it's what you've gone through and it's what you don't appreciate and this is what you want to stop and it's what the opportunities you want whatever the fuck it is i can't sit here and fucking tell you i have to at least let you express that i would like, never and i have, I would I have never to take listen I, no no i'm saying i have to listen to that and i think it's a proper time to dispute that and i think it's a proper thing i think it's proper things to dispute that with and I just don't think it's a proper time to dispute that. Number two, I just don't think that's a proper shit to dispute it with. I think we as a community have displayed toxic behaviors. Mm-hmm. And even if those behaviors are being silent, as much as we get on white people and go, if you're silent about um, discriminative acts against black people, you are you are compliant. Like, I mean, or you are like involved. Like, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> but at the same time, as a man, if you've known of a coworker getting paid less than you, a female coworker getting paid less than you, if you've seen a coworker, a female coworker getting worse treatment than you, and you go, oh, just be one of the guys and just join the club, just curse a little more, they'll let you just be involved and don't be so uptight. You've been, compl- like, you've been involved, like you've you've been a part of this. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, like, I, it's not so much just, oh, I ain't never called a black woman no bitch. All black women are queens. Yeah, but have you known about things that? If a black, if a white counterpart knew about you getting paid less than them, and just was like, "Oh man, just just be cool, man. You're just rocking the boat," you wouldn't be okay with that. So if it's a female counterpart that you knew about that, and you you were complacent and you were involved in that, if you were somebody that was fucking somebody that knew she was getting worse treatment, or that uh, uh, the boss was when he introduced you, he didn't he didn't fucking put his hands on you, but when he introduced you, he touched your lower back. You were complacent in that fucking shit, like you were involved in that shit, and that's just my that's just my part where I'm saying like. I've seen that and I've I've been involved in that and I've done that. So I'm not a motherfucker that's going to sit here because I'm not somebody that's just going, oh, well, eight out of 10, I didn't do. So I've only been 20% wrong. So I'm I'm good, I'm good, right? I'm good. I can fucking skate out of here because 20% is an F. So if I got 20% wrong, like, like, no, fuck that. Like, I still need to learn. And if I got to listen to the whole fucking speech to get this one piece in the, in the middle about the two fucking things I did wrong, mm-hmm. I just got to sit through the shit. 
and that's just kind of how that's just kind of how I feel about it. So I understand that I'm not exuding every trait that is toxic masculinity. I understand I'm not exuding every trait that is disrespectful to women. But I understand that in the middle, they're not going to address my part into the middle of the speech. So if if it's like if I'm at the graduation and my kid like don't graduate until the G's, like I got to sit through the A B C D E F. And then I can fucking hear my part. And then if after that, I could be like, oh, I didn't do that. But even for that, I still got to sit through because I might not. I might hear some shit that I don't know I do. I'm in no way opposed to getting just due because I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to really remember what my point was because I lost it because I was too busy. Me as well. I ran it. I'm sorry. Because I was too busy listening. I appreciate that. If you if you. Because I like I fucked with everything you said. Because like what you said really like it made it like it hit home and then like hit home because my nigga said it like even if yeah if I'm not a part of a certain thing like I listen to something even if I didn't do that but I understand that that happens. Fuck I don't even know what the where the fuck I was going because like I know it has something to do with. Are we really displaying toxic masculinity that is our own trait? The traits of toxic masculinity that we distribute. I do I do think there is a point where like toxic, but I know some of that does come from my upbringing. I think that is where I was trying to take it because I think some of the time because there's like there's like you'll see like posts about. Some of the things that are with masculinity might not have originally been ours. It might have been like something from, you know, white culture, and then we adopted. But like I know me personally, but I I I am, and I put a lot of my personal experience on things, and I understand that my personal experience is maybe different or privileged to most. Cause like I I my grandfather drove trucks for a hot minute. Then he got on with MTA. But I remember watching my grandmother own her own business. She went to beauty school. She did hair. I remember walking with her to her own shop that she owned and doing. So, like, the idea that, like, I don't, like, I I understand that they exist. But in my life, I don't know what a weak woman looks like. And I understand that. But that be personal experiences that we be wanting to apply to the world. And I completely understand what you're saying. I try try to separate those. But sometimes that that is what raised me. That is what instilled I understand the power of women. And And not just like, a woman raised me. No, no, nigga. I understand what it looks like to watch a black woman own her own business. I understand what it looks like for her to be equal with her mate. But not, they don't impose on each other's. I don't know. Rose is probably a bad. It's a triggering word, but he knew what he did in this. She knew what he did in this, and they worked together. They were like puzzle pieces. It was a mutual respect for both sides. Yeah, I look at them like puzzle pieces. It wasn't like a man, a woman trying to jump in the man space. The man, they were. We need. I can cover this space, but I fuck up here. You cover this space because you're better than me there, and they worked as a unit. Like I understand complimentary. Yeah. So when sometimes even my parents who are divorced. When they were they were divorced, not like well, whatever reason they were divorced, but I I've, I even watched them like even in co-parenting me and my sister, like I've seen that. So when I like see some of these statements, I'm like I understand, I respect your narrative, but I also understand that there is a really close. It's not even like some far off shit. I like in a book, like it's something near to my life. I see where this realm works. So where is the disconnect? And I completely understand what you're saying, but my my whole thing is, and even for myself, like, but that's my personal experience. But you have to remember to not. Number one, you can't apply your personal experience to everybody because number one, that's your personal experience. True. And then number two, that comes with perspective as well. 
it's your perspective of what creates an uh, independent woman or a strong woman or, or a good dynamic or whatever it is. That's a mm-hmm. certain perspective or a certain opinion that you have of that. You can have somebody that can see that exact same situation, take something from that and be like, but nah, there wasn't true independence. Yeah. That wasn't true this. So that's my whole thing and that's my whole understanding is that I have my experiences and I and I grew up in a matriarch family. Like my mother's side of my family is all complete women. Like, you know, there isn't a man in my in my family from my great grandfather until my cousin that is three months older than me. Everything in between that is all women. So and it's nine women in between that, ten women in between that, some shit like that. But my whole point is like that's my experience as well. And seeing nothing but strong women in my house, I seen no gender roles. Like my father is one of the best people I've ever known to bake a cake. Like my father can bake better than any fucking person. Like I, my I put father my father cooks better than my mother. Does. Yes, absolutely. My father as well. But at the same time, I grew up when we first bought our house in Compton. I fucking remember my mother going in the backyard and chopping down a tree we had, and me having to go every day. Like this tree was fucking huge, so big that we like when we when it finally got cut down, we had to call somebody like harnessed it for its fall. Like I remember every day going in the backyard and working with my mother to chop down that tree. I didn't grow up with real gender roles in my house. Like it was whoever was better at doing this job was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So 100%, that's my experience as well. But at the same time, I understand that's not everyone's experience for a variety of different reasons. So I understand my understanding, my experience, my opinions of it. But I still understand that like, number one, that's not the vast majority. And number two, that's just mine. Like even if it is whatever percentage of other people that have that same experience, I'm sure it differs in some type of way. And in, and through their experiences and their opinions, they're gonna feel some type of way about that same experience. They can again, they can look at my experience and be like, yeah, but they did that because your father was a weak man, and that's your thing. I can't I can't discount. At that. what at what point do you have to really like take account for somebody else's trauma or you know? Not to say anybody's upbringing is better than the others, but like what you just said, you can clear the difference between like a weak father and you portraying my father as weak because of your traumatic background. At what point do you just kind of like not leave it aside, but just I don't know another way to say and this is shout out to Hennessy, but <laughs> not acknowledge it as in, as that important because you're saying this from a place of hurt. Because you're not ready to acknowledge that what I'm saying might be right, but me being right does kind of put your entire upbringing or existence on the table to be flipped on this fucking head. I think for me, what I always do, I have a, I have a phrase: just consider the source. Like it's it's considered a source, and again, that goes based off my experiences and my opinion. If I'm somebody who I listen to your situation, your upbringing, and I consider everything that is involved with that, or as many factors that I can see or pinpoint that I can um, identify as intersections of where things may be involved, um, I just go based off considering that. And if for me, yeah, I don't know, just a lot of people who go. If through if for me through my experiences and my situations I I can um, deduce that like you're you're somebody that's just in a position of seeing this with a um, not with a clear eyes view yeah then people me, people go I, like this I'll, is my life like, upbringing this is how I lived it but it's like you're not recognizing that as I'm what sure you're speaking on is trauma that's not a way you should have lived that life you're just you lived through a certain trauma and came out better than most i do that with the same thing that those people are judging what my situation is as trauma i do that with an opinion and i do that with my experiences and again that may not make it 100 percent right but my shit just be like yo um okay cool 
from what I can take away from what you're saying, in my world, I take away from this trauma. That doesn't mean I'm labeling you, but at this point, that just means that like I gotta let you live with your opinion. I can't debate you on your opinion, I, cause I gotta understand through from what I can what what I can take from your experiences, what you're saying in my world, I conclude that is trauma. Like I process that and equate that to trauma, so I understand a traumatic person won't be able to have the type of conversation I want to have and be able to digest the points that I have. So it's just truly a considered a sore situation. And it's like, all right, this is who I'm talking to. Like, I've I've talked to somebody um, not too long ago, and I was like, what was it, yesterday? Oh, no, I was talking to somebody yesterday um, in a barbershop, on Friday in a barbershop, because um, they were talking, well, it was yesterday, in a barbershop because they were talking about, um, you know, the commercial about uh, the two NFL players that opened a cupcake shop. Like, mm-hmm. we was playing NFL, now we don't, cu- like, cupcakes. Yeah. They were in a barbershop. They was like, oh, man, I can't watch that shit. I can't watch that shit, like. Like them, these niggas is baking. Like all oh, these niggas is you like, can't you know, pay. Like homosexual, exactly. Oh shit, exactly. And in my head, I was they was like, they they were like uh, the topic of homosexuality came up, and of course it's in the barbershop, so you know it's it's unfiltered. And they were just like, you know, we don't want to. Some people were like, we don't want to do no gay people, blah blah blah. And one of the persons was a barber, and they were like, well, what if your client is gay? Like, what you gonna do? You don't want to fucking deal with them because they're gay. Not even that. That's just a really small box. Of Completely that understand. We we just gonna to we we have man. to like that's step one shit. We got to be on step three to be able for me to get through this story. We we like so for me, I was like, yo, um, every day people got to work with people they don't agree with. On a variety of different things, you got people that's racist, people that's homosexual, people that do sexual things that you don't agree with. Like it's a bunch of like vote different than you, drive different cars, and have different financial values, and you all that shit. You got to live with a bunch of different people, work with a diff- bunch of different people. Um, God damn, damn, lost my whole train of thought. But uh, it's liquor. God Still good damn man. man, I felt like shit was going somewhere at a point right there. It was, um, but yeah, my my whole point to them was just like you can't, like why with that specific topic, like you you can't, uh, fuck. I don't know. Baking cakes is like really really low level. Like, some, damn man, but some it was of the most masculine niggas is cooks. And I'm like, sorry, whoever listened to this, we like two hours in. Yeah, but and I just fucking hour and forty, and I just fucked that up. I'm sorry, I was going. Not really, because it's still it's still like a really low bar for what you consider what it means to be a man. Like I was watching, like I said last week, like I was watching, like I I really fuck with, like I watch a variety of shows to try to like get inspiration and shit. But like I was watching the Zoet show, and they had a conversation. They have a lot of conversations about manhood and like all that other shit. But just in taking a theme from that. Baking a cake is like to me just such a low bar on what your like your barometer is for like manhood and like whatever because because I know the conversation came like what does it mean to be a man like to me sometimes like it's not even oh no and then I heard that on like the brilliant idiots like what is masculinity and what is a man to you and shit like that and like it is kind of like I think like an ongoing topic that should maybe have more conversation about it. Cause and, it, and once again, it'll still boil down to like personal experience, personal preference. But like I sometimes just just to for like a a base level of like a person with a certain level of honor and codes and ethics. Because you always kind of look at even as a child, like you might look at your favorite hero, like Superman or He Man or whatever. Like, there's like ethics and honor that go with it. Like when your father or your granddaddy or whatever talk about 
hood niggas in their day. And the difference between them and like niggas now is there's a code of ethics and there's an honor. There was almost an honor to being like a hood nigga. Like you didn't do certain, you didn't fuck with certain people, you didn't fuck with civilians. And they talk about like niggas now, like you might go out and like, you know, bust an old lady in the head. That wouldn't happen in like, you know, 72 or whatever. So sometimes I just think about like that as like, not as not exactly like what your whole synopsis is built upon a built upon, but like what you base on like a code of ethics is what as because anytime anybody talks about what it means to be a man, it starts off in some honor bound shit. Like niggas talk about it like you still pull swords out and shit. It ain't even the cutting of the sword and like cutting niggas heads off. It's the honor. It's the honor based thing built around that system that is supposed to make you who you are. You don't feel like that should be shifting. It does shift. Everybody shifts it to personal preference. No, not that, even personal preference. Through time, through that, time, you don't feel like that shifts because I feel like, for me, when I be hearing shit like that, I be feeling like, yo, even a motherfucking like, I watch a lot of documentaries and shit. Like through the times, even like Lakota Nosha and shit, like niggas mm-hmm. in the mob and shit, end up telling and breaking the old the old country rules and shit. And every empire falls, and you you just have to adapt to every generation's idea of shit. And um, you don't you don't think that shit kind of like you have to evolve with the idea, like the idea of masculinity, the idea of being a man. Some of that should be expired. Like I was watching, some, this, like I was watching something today, and a guy like it was on IG. It was just a quick thing. And he was like, "Men have to stop being cowards, and men have to stop being this." But like, what the like? What is your line of accountability that you be one? Because I feel like some like it's a convenience of like you want men to be this, but at the same time you want them to be this. And I'm like, those dualities don't really exist. I like, think some you have shit. to cancel one that for other to live. I think some shit is accountability, and yes, we are looking at this through a lens of, like you said, Lacoste Nostra, I'd even say, like, gangsters and gangbangers themselves. Like, we're looking at this through a lens of something that is not beneficial to you personally. Like, it is something that will always, at the end, you know, fuck you and bite you in the ass. But the idea that you should live through a set of morals and through a set of, like, even to to tie it into me being like a geek shit. I play a lot of like, you know, you play fantasy games and all this other shit. All these knights and shit, they had like a code of honor. Like when you think of what it means to be a man and masculinity, like you talk about it in a sense of like you have this honor code. That's what makes you a man. Like you don't do certain shit. And I think that is something that But but not to cut you off. And mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. But when your man, like, there's in it, there's always going to be intersections of your man honor code. Like, one of my favorite books of all time is The 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. 48 Laws of Power have a lot of contradicting rules. My whole thing is that with your masculinity, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come coming like, crosshairs. They're going to come in intersections. So, there's times where you just look at even the most simple hood tales, and it's just my quickest one I give off the top of the head. Some drug dealers who have to possibly tell on their best of friends to be able to be home for their wives and children. That's the intersection of both of the things you know as a man, of loyalty and stand-up and don't tell, but also as or the old rules of a man, but also at the same time, take care of your family, you know, be there for your wife and your kid, but also be accountable for your actions. Like, you come to those crossroads. So that's my thing. Like, do you ever think there's an expiration date on some of these old identities of, like, masculinity? I guess that depends on the life you live, because in that scenario, if you're choosing, 
and it doesn't always come down to a courtroom thing. It could sometimes come down to a business thing. Do you take this business trip on your son's graduation day or his on his baseball championship day? And you and know I'm, how that's going to affect your wife. And she's been complaining about you've been working too much and doing your normal, regular nine to five that requires you to fly and be a CEO or whatever. Like, what about those intersections? And like, I was saying this as a non-CEO and as a nigga who doesn't, has never and does not sell drugs. If I'm a CEO, I feel like this comes with and like we've talked about, maybe not in here, but in private, like I'm big on, I know everybody, like everybody has their dishonest moments, but at moments that you can really be, and I'm not just saying honest, like I stole the goddamn uh, Snickers bar today. As open and as honest as you can be with your with your wife, with your woman, with your man, like emotionally as who you are as a person, you explain like, I'm going to go on this business trip. And when you see it in movies, I always think that they like are really fucking it off, but you doing that for the scene. I'm going on this business trip because this house costs, this is an $800,000 home. The mortgage on this motherfucker is this. I did this this month. We spent this this month. I have to, I would love, I would give, I would literally, if a motherfucker came in and said, look, bro, I would take your right arm and you can go to your son's bas- baseball games. I would do that, but I cannot. And that's also a whole other topic of, you know, when you watch this movie, it's like, you don't work, baby. So we got a whole other thing here. And that's a whole other thing when you're trying to explain that to somebody who's emotional. Like, that's what but I'm But see, that, me, in my mind, I'm, I'm like, and maybe I'm being lofty, but if I'm with somebody, I need to have a space where we can literally and that, and talk I, about all of this. But, and I can be open with you and you're not going to leave me. Like, we're, I'm, oh, I'm telling you, this is how I feel. This is my job. I love you. I love my son. I love our family. I have to do this. Otherwise, this house goes up in smoke. Our light, our way of living goes up in smoke. That's to that scenario of, of the businessman. To the scenario of, what was the scenario you said about like. Not even that. Not even that. Like, that's just my whole point is those intersections. Those you, intersections of that's like why I speak old of like, school masculinity and new school times. That's why I speak of, and I almost talk about, it's almost beside masculinity because honor is a thing that you can handle as like. I think you've talked about this one time about me. Like. Maybe I don't know if it's like I pay attention as much as I can in this. Like you, like there's an honor in what you say. Word, like word is bond. Like that's all you had. Like I don't like I'm not balling. Like sometimes all I have is yo e. Like I'll get you with this. Like if I say I'm gonna be somewhere, I'm gonna be somewhere. So you have to live your life by a set of principles. That to me is what I've always seen with uncles, with my father, with whatever living. By a code, like standing on your word. So whether you sell drugs or you sell stocks, like your word is what you stand on. If I say like I gotta go to this meeting, babe, and woo toop de woo, then she gotta understand that because I'm a man of my word. If you're a nigga in the street, that's why I say like old niggas tell stories like my uncles or cousins or whatever who might have you know, known somebody who was ever as opposed to niggas. Now it's a different set of ethics because they live their life a different way. So I just say, I don't know. It's, but again, it, that's to my point right there. They had a different set of ethics because they lived their, their life a different type of way. Generationally, we have to live our life a different type of way. We live our life with a different type of women. We live our, different type, our life in a different, with a different type of children, with a different type of evolution, with a different type of technology, with a different type of everything. Mm-hmm. The same way we give them, the same way we gave men the leeway of they are in different occupations in the same time. They live different lifestyles, but all in the same time, we gave we give leeway to that. 
what I'm saying is, do we have to give ourselves a leeway going, we live in a different generation than you, grandpa or dad or uncle or brother? Like, we live in a whole different generation. So I understand the ethics and the morals of, I don't fuck with no gay people. But guess what? <laughs> my boss gay, bro. And so when he comes in stressed, guess what? Sometimes it's going to be like, me and my husband just had an argument. Or she's going to be like, me and my wife just had an argument. So I can't I can't be like, I don't fuck with no gay people. Because just in my pedestrian life in this world now, I have to encounter that. So I can't walk around with your set of ethics. Like, I remember growing up one time, like, I was young. It was a, it was a like, and I've never known my father to ever have an issue with gay people. But it was a, we were at McDonald's, and it was a gay man that was just so like overtly flirting with my father that my father like got uncomfortable and was just like fuck the food and just like come on we leaving. And like he was just like motherfucking gay man. Like he didn't say like the f word and like no disrespectful shit. He was motherfucking gay gay man flirt. And it was just like one of those like you know what I'm saying like that's yeah. that you know what I'm saying like. I think I still think that could maybe um I know there's a way to probably boil this back. As much down. as you was willing to be in a condu you you thought you were willing to be in a world with these people and you were willing to be a well, part of an, a, an evolved world. Like your ethics, your old school ethics still met a cross section of a world that you were not evolved for or a world that was before or Well you said the guy was talking to him. I don't know if, I think I kinda put that in the same realm as like when women talk about catcalling. I don't know what your father did. If your father was like, Hey bro, like Respect you like, and I know that might not have been, that have been different back then. You live how you live, but I'm not of that. But that's so what I'm you, saying. It was the i the idea of even being able to reject a gay man wasn't his ethics wasn't evolved enough to even be able to identify with being able to reject a gay man. His ethics and ideas were still that of like I'm gonna get freaked out. Like like this well, freaks me out. Like and I've seen my father. Like I've seen women and people like flirt. With my well, father, certain- my father gracefully like ah no nah, no thank you side stepping I'm good married boom it's my son whatever S- certain like, shit I do attribute to the time like as much as people want to talk about it like but that's what I'm saying no, sometime no. from your time you want to teach me a lesson but your lesson is only for your time it's expired for my time well that's what I'm that well I'm I I would like to say like there are certain things I think like how, how am I trying to put this. You are a slave to your time in certain ways, but I think there are certain things that transcend time. Like, you know, murder is murder is murder, no matter if you murdered in 620 BC or you murder right now. So, oh, it's not that deep. I made it so really But I'm saying, like, I think there, and I'm, and, and I don't know, once again, like, this is a lofty idea. I think they're lofty ideal, but I think there are certain things that, if you try to focus, and I'm not saying like I, I don't even have a beat on it right now as we talk, but if you focus on principles, I guess, that are honor bound on what it means to be a upstanding, honorable man, those things should transcend time. I know not like I said, not to just go out and murder a motherfucker. I know that there are certain things when you and me talk, there's a level of respect to give you as my best friend there's a level of respect that i give a man in the street because i know that 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 if i don't give him that respect there's a realm where we get knuckling in the street i don't give a fuck what time period it is so i feel like there's a there's a way where you put those together your father like your father my father your grandfather my grandfather being a bit homophobic is another is like on the side of but that. what i'm saying is it's not it's surface level it's being 
it's surface level it's homosexuality but what i guess i'm saying is simple things that come from simple things that we are taught from those people that compromise our masculinity that we no longer believe in like that's what i'm saying is like those things like your woman making more than you like are you really the head of the household on like you're not the head of the household on shit because you know certain shit figuratively on paper and filling out your taxes and certain shit it's like who makes more and who does this like oh that those are certain things that come inherently with our masculinity like that that yeah i think well that starts and those are expired and some identities those are expired things like well to me that i know yeah see that boils down to personal preference of masculinity because i've talked to niggas my age or older younger that put that's top surface but what i'm saying is that that the idea of what you were taught and something in today's age compromising your masculinity like so that's what i'm saying is the idea the idea and the concept of you don't let anything comp- compromise your mas- masculinity but some of the things you identify as masculinity in this day and age naturally are going to have to be compromised just for you to exist as a normal being that is what i'm saying and some for some people and this is just like that's what i say that's was a that was a broad example i was giving with the homosexuality mm-hmm. but for some people it's just to interact with them period is a compromising of your masculinity but there are now intersections in your daily life where people are now outly homosexual and you have to intersect and deal with these people that's what i'm saying there's a certain things now that you have to deal with that you are taught and raised is like might compromise your masculinity is somebody step on your shoe or fighting the idea of fighting now as a man like fighting now is so like <laughs> fucking barbaric that it's like it's really one of those like life or death things that's like if i'm i gotta fight for my life i might, that's only, i'm know. not fighting over words no more and this might be me like speaking more to personal preference and i don't know like there are levels where somebody might call me um a neanderthal and there are levels where somebody might call me like super forward thinking yes like with the gay thing it doesn't like at one point i'm I'm like every other man i was like that's gay but it doesn't bother me like you live your life like you know the way you live your life or, and not even that like some like cbs ass answer i just don't give a fuck like i understand that this human experience is way more complex than we give it credit for yeah and that is delved into this topic the topic we had a couple weeks ago about religion like it goes fifty thousand different ways, but at the same time, I'm not somebody who's opposed to. Sometimes you need to get your motherfucking wig split. Like you don't need to get hurt, you don't need to get put in the ground. But sometimes a good old fashioned, I'll whoop your motherfucking ass because you needed your motherfucking ass whooped. So I think I I I know people like I know memes and like positive <laughs> positive shit is the is the trend now. I really 100% believe in the point where I got something symbolizing it on my body. I believe in duality. I don't believe in 100% absolutes. Like I, So with that being said, like I might be the wrong person to talk to because as a person, I believe that there is more to us than we kind of give credit to. So, yeah, I do believe that you might be a nigga who I beat your ass. But after I beat your ass, we might have a conversation about why we got to this place so yeah i don't know like there are certain like i said like like you like there are certain things that i can tell when i talk to my father 
are a victim. He's a victim of you know, like his age. Like he's a, you know, an older man. Like my father is like in his mid fifties. Like yeah, yeah. So yeah. like you know, like it's just a product of like even us. Like when I get old, I know there's something my son, my daughter will tell me that's like, yo, daddy, you old as fuck. But in the middle of that same conversation, my father will tell me something that is obnoxiously profound that'll stick with me. I know till I'm fucking put in the ground. So it it is it is what it is. You just gotta kind of take everybody. Kind of the only thing like now with this outrage culture, everybody wants like you gotta kind of try to find. There's diamonds in the bullshit if you look. Sometimes, sometimes shit is just bigotry bullshit, but sometimes you know it's you can find some shit. There's diamond. What's that? Diamonds in the rough. Is that the statement? Diamonds in the rough. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's with the masculinity thing, like. I guess as now, like the conversation, which is good, like you are, everybody's looking for what does it mean to be masking? What does it mean to be a man? I think I'm figuring out like what it means for me. And some of this shit is going to have to be, I think at some point it'd have to be like everything else. What does it mean to you? I'm figuring out, figuring out what it means to me. And I know a lot of that is built on what has been built on my whole life is being honorable, being a man of my word. Regardless of what that word is And I just refuse to treat people shitty I'm not putting anybody on blast Some of the people I care about the most Like I love the deaf and would put a lot of things That I hold dear on the line for I know for a fact 100% gay I don't give a shit Like yeah. So it like 100%. that Like I know that's a big conversation I'm not minimizing it But it doesn't Some of that shit doesn't matter to me And depending on what what conversation we're talking about it doesn't matter to me. Like, if I fuck with you and, like, you know, I have love for you and I love you dearly, like, I don't care. So when niggas act like that shit compromises them, like, it It that, really it depends a, on the perspective you put it in. Is that a standard or a stipulation? Like, do you have to love to be able to respect or is that, like, those are not? Fuck no. There's okay. a lot of people I respect. I don't, like, you know, if you fucking blew up in front of me, I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I like it wouldn't it would like I'd be like it would hold up sleep for as long as I could have that conversation with somebody who I cared. If I had that conversation with some, like if I call if some if a nigga blew up in front of me, he happened to be gay, and I called you right after, and you were like, "Wow, bro," and we had, I had a good enough conversation to like ease my thoughts. I would go to sleep like a baby. Okay. So like, yeah, like that's not nothing like to that particular person. Like it just. Is what it is. Like that, that, that fucking example is so open to interpretation of what it, like if, you if cho- how you actually felt. You if left you choose that to so take open. it like a fucked up way, that's fine. But like I, I mean that in like the best of ways. Like if it, if you know, if certain things like really, you know, like move me in a certain way, like it is what it is. But like if I have my, what's that shit? Like your um, your support system around you. Like I think I could be okay. Like if a murderer, you don't have to defend it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, like if a murderer, that was more so for comedic value. Oh, than okay, actual. Well, fine. Like yeah, like if somebody like yeah, yeah just, it is what it is. Like yeah, it's like a two-hour episode. So we're gonna we're gonna like holy shit. shit. Yeah, we have been. T- you motherfuckers got a lot, and it's on video. Oh, mic dropping off. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Yo, clean your panties. Fucking, you know, like, you know, like, put your dicks away, whatever you fuck with, because y'all got to see this. This is, anybody tell me I'm not, like, we not good looking, like, fucking bald, bearded, 
and fucking black. The lighting might not be appropriate. I don't give a shit. I'm in the corner. Bald, bearded, black, beautiful. You're fucking welcome. Yes. Thank me later. Exactly. When I figure out how to get iMovie together so you niggas hear this actual mic quality instead of what was recorded. Ooh, bitch. Ooh. Tell them. Ooh. Soldier boy. Soldier boy. Tell them. Yeah, but we're going to wrap this bitch up. Just a dope-ass podcast. Follow IG, Snapchat. Everything. EJ, TJ. Everybody tired of going to work. Y'all enjoy. Um, this is a long-ass episode. To listen to this again, I have to like app everybody. Pretty but much. Yeah. I fucks with... I literally fucks with anybody. If you listen to this point, shout the fuck out to you. Yeah, the four or five of y'all to keep hitting me like on a weekly, but like, y'all doing good. Like, you know what Whenever this like when this first live episode happened, y'all getting VIP tickets. Vip, you go Vip. Vip. We ain't even talk about the stripper bowl. It's like mad shit. We gonna record again very soon. It is like honestly, these really do. So however, sad. we drop them, it kind of do be like the shit don't go past the week. Now I'm not gonna give y'all days because honestly, niggas be like that. Like today, what is it? Saturday? Yeah. It could have been Saturday or Sunday, and like there's gonna be another time this week. It could have been. Anywhere between Tuesday and fucking Friday. You want to try to record again tomorrow? <laughs> I don't got shit to do. We're going to try. It depends on uh, what type of EJ I wake up and be tomorrow. You feel your life's too hard. We'll figure it out, so though. But uh, Just a Dope Ass Podcast. IG, Just a Dope Ass Podcast. This is, and this is not, but I fuck fucks with all y'all who be like saying. Like, Boom. Cool hey, yeah, for real, for real. For real, for real. Like, that's that's some real genuine shit. So, yeah. Anybody who listen, anybody who re, uh, fucking reposted shit on their stories and all that shit. Y'all trying to get in shape. I go fucks, follow. Fucks go, with you. Go fuck with Lord J. Go fuck with Chardon. Yeah, like, shout out. Chardon uh, Physique. Chardon changed her shit. She almost fucked me up. I almost yeah, like I seen that, too. Yeah, fucking fancy ass nigga. But, um, <laughs> nah, shout out Chardon, my nigga. She was on the show last week. Go back and listen to her episode. Hold it down. Um, we started sat in my room and drank tea and talked about nonsense. <laughs> is it fucked up that I didn't listen to that episode? No, because I don't listen to my own episode, so I didn't feel bad. I don't me. listen. I re- look, when I when, when we do this, I listen to the first ten to make sure the audio is not full of shit, and I put it up. If anybody ever comes back and tells me what I said, you and your fucking own fam. I don't know what the fuck I said after I recorded this shit. Please don't walk up to me with no lines and no excerpts. If you don't like it, it just I was I, I've grown since then. That's it. I was talking to somebody the other day, um, not the other day on the day of the Super Bowl, and they know we usually record on Sundays and shit. Mm-hmm. And they like I was at an event, and they was like, "Yo, what's up with the Jada?" And like in my head, I was so out of it that I didn't even realize like, "Yo, what the fuck they were talking about?" And so I was just like, "What?" And they were like, "The podcast." And I was like, "Oh shit, that is yes. uh, God, that was terrible branding." So yeah, yeah, it happens. We'll get better at this, but well, like no. all y'all, like should feel really good because like I've like we've we've been saying from jump, you niggas taking this trip with the team, so you know it is what it is. Gang, gang, you know what gang, gang me? Pretty much, y'all you know in. what gang, gang me? Y'all in? I might have to listen to this. Y'all watch the Warriors? Like they <laughs> wasn't the best team, but like they just they got to Coney. We gonna get to Coney. I don't give a fuck about none of that. You know what gang, gang me? You know what gang gang oh, means? Oh God, no! Oh God, no! Oh, but God. I don't know who, and I don't, I don't know who in them is. I don't know if we should quote him because that nigga lost. No, he didn't. I beat him, and y'all, everybody <laughs> seen I beat him. Pacquiao beat that boy. That Pac- nigga said I ducked. I he he I, I ducked one time. I hit him like Pacquiao with that nigga like this. What you want, boy? Huh? You sure? You sure about it? 
Pacquiao beat that boy like he ain't no teeth. You show? I know this go. I got him. I got him. Nigga say he put a mud bone. Like when that nigga did a lot of this. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on. No, it's alright. It's alright. All right, Everybody yo. need that. We need that. We mm-hmm. we in deep, so we gon' shout out to everybody who's listening to this point. We appreciate you. Follow just dope ass podcast. Sincerely, all that shit. Just dope ass pod. We gonna let y'all go.